Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, the most uninformed moto podcast out there on the old interwebs. Did I get any traction? I don't know yet. Let's see if that's a tag. Comment soon. below if you like that catch line, because if you do, we're going to make shirts. Anyway, we are back, Aftermath Army, with episode number 186. We are wrapping up Oakland Supercross here. This is my second podcast of the day. I was on Cooksey the Coach earlier, so... It was a good time. Go watch that show whenever it comes out. Yeah, go check that out. Uh, Chris runs a really nice show there. Uh, so we did that. Uh, my internet was a little laggy, so sorry about all that. But uh, we are back here to do our normal show. Before we get started here, as everyone can see, Supercross only is not quite here yet. He's late as per normal. Most women are late with pretty much everything they do. Oh, uh, so boy, there we are. Uh, that's... So anyway, uh, let's thank our sponsors here of the show. Uh, so want to thank our presenting sponsors, Energy Fuel, Premier Custom Trailers, and TLR Coatings. Those guys are awesome. Also want to thank our secondary sponsors that are on board with us here. Um, Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle, Adept Creative Co., Gutterworks, Isaac Nelson Design, and Clutch Media. Uh, real big thanks to Clutch Media. We got our first uh, from the stands video, which is some behind the scene fo scenes footage that you don't really get to see, uh, courtesy of Sater over at Clutch. Um, so make sure to check those out. They come out Thursday or Friday. Uh, he was a little behind this week, but he thinks he's got his schedule down. So we will see those videos hopefully go up Thursdays from now on. Is he uh, flying back and forth from Florida? I have no idea what he's doing, to be honest with you. So. Uh, anyway, uh, so make sure to check out all our sponsors links in the description down below to all of them. And we'll kind of give us some shout outs to some of these as we move on here. Um, if you guys want to buy any merch or help support us in any other way, uh, we have a Patreon page. We are trying to figure out how to come up, but it, uh, I'm going to be honest. It's really tricky for me to do what we're doing with free content and then still try to produce, uh, paid content for Patreon. So, um, but we do have a Patreon where you can help us out if you want to. Uh, we have Amazon links in the description. If you go there, anything you buy on Amazon, if you click it through that link, link will help us out. Uh, we have some merch links available down below. And the biggest thing you can do is just like, subscribe, comment down below, uh, share our content. If you're listening, leave us a five-star review and uh, make sure to, um, to uh, you know, do, do all the things as far as sharing and stuff. Wow, look at that. Here he comes. With food in his hand. With food in his hand. Did you bring food for? Did you bring snacks for the whole class? It doesn't shut all the way. It's a little swollen right now. Wow, wow. Talk about rude. Over here. On your left. On your left. <laughs> uh, no, not yet. Actually, I will text Max here while we're while we're recording, and or I'll text yeah, I'll text him later and see uh, you know where where we're at on that. Uh, so anyway, thanks to all our sponsors. Thanks to all you for watching. Like I said, we are here. We are going to wrap up Oakland and uh, and talk about a few other things. We got a couple guests coming on. As always, we've got Privateer Hero Kevin Moran's coming on. 
first right after we get done wrapping up the race. And then a uh, special guest later, former team owner. He owns the Nest, or I guess it's Moto Sandbox now, training facility. Uh, he is a former owner of Planet Fitness, the entire thing, not just a single store. Uh, Mike Grandall coming on later to uh, kind of talk about the industry and some business talk as far as the moto industry goes. And he is a true gem of the sport, and he's a good time to talk to. So, wonder if he's going to be high for this interview. God, who knows? God, I hope Hopefully. so. Hopefully. Well, guaranteed. He'll so be, what you're saying he'll is be high. Show. He'll be high. I'll be drunk, and it'll be great. So what you're saying is this show is solely sponsored by AB or CBD alias or whatever? Alias Sport. Yeah. Good job with what the a, name. I uh, no. I should have brought a blunt just to... Oh my God. No, hey we're not doing that. We're on YouTube. We cannot We cannot do that on YouTube. Do you, okay. you think Travis brings him on and say, brought to you by Alias CBD Mike Grondel? Or <laughs> oh, <no>? yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Brought or to you by Alias it? Sport. It's, it's a crapshoot at this point, to be honest okay. with you. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Depends on how many of those he has by the time. What is that? Mike a Red Bull on. Vodka? Or what? No, a Captain Red Bull Vodka. Coke. Do I look like a 13-year-old girl? Oh, God. Captain and Coke. I don't know what you look like, to be honest. Jimmy I, Neutron. Fucking Jimmy Neutron. A squid. Wow. Dude, we're not the only people that said it. What? Other people, Jimmy Neutron. Oh, well, I'm fine with that. He was a boy genius. And I'm All like right. a genius about stuff, so, so it's cool. So what did I walk in on? Where are we at? Just Nothing. We just, just got read. the intros done. Oh. We were talking a little bit about me being on Cooksey and the Coach this afternoon. So we are now, uh, we're moving on. We're, ta- we're wrapping up the Oakland race. So, oh, wait, hold on. The uh, 450 Oakland wrap-up section. Oh, are you just going to do 450s at first every time now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, uh, brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Energy Fuel. Best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Yeah, because I can tell you right now, 250 class, I'm going to go on a fucking tangent. Pick up... Are you going to go on the same tangent I'm going on? Can I finish the sponsor read, please, <laughs> assholes, from the people that are actually paying us. Well, paying for stuff so we can do this fucking show at this point. Uh, energy fuel. Pick yours up at CoachRobStore.com. Shout out Coach Rob and Complete Racing Love Solutions. Coach. Moto E Academy coming soon to Michigan. All right. Anyway, let's get started. Four fifties. <sighs> hey. Oh boy. We called we the winner. Yes, we, we, we did. Right we did. I hey. knew. I knew I was going to get to that point. But yeah. yeah. We looks, called. We hey. called him. Hey. Looks fucking good on that Kawasaki, doesn't he, boys? Jason Anderson went. Did you see? Can we talk about the crash he had in practice? Holy fucking shit. I don't really think it was that bad. Dude, it was pretty bad. He hit a tough block and just let go of the bike. He jumped out out of the rut. No no worse than what happened in 2018 when he stepped onto the table and decided to cross right and die. That was the worst. (laughs) That's what I mean. I I mean, I don't think his crash in practice was really that bad. No. He said it was pretty gnarly, and he was the one who did it. So I do think, though, the one funny thing... A little off topic, but talk about crashes in practice oh, when they were focusing on Jerry Robin and he got loose in the woods <laughs> at the exact time that Blair was talking about him and he goes oh, over the berm. Oh, that was epic. and then Blair's like, "Oh, yep, never mind." That was a very oh, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, that was a very that. Jerry Robin thing to do. Yep. Uh, but overall, dude, he looked good all day. He, I mean, pretty much we thought he was going to be good last week, and here we are, parody, two think races, two winners. Think about had he got second last week, like he should have. He'd be have red, a decent sized points. Look pretty good on those cowies. He'd have a decent sized points lead right about now. You want to know? It'd be hilarious. What's that? He'd have the red plate before AC ever did. He's got a win before AC on the Cowies. Holy shit! Yeah, but second this is, race ever wins a Supercross. Oh my god! But oh. this is but this is what I mean. This is 
This is what we thought he should be doing since 2018 is winning. 1,400 days, 47 races between wins. Like, that's... That's that window was impressive, though, boys. That was an impressive window. He, he had pressure, and we're going to talk about that guy, too. I mean, me me and Wyman were talking about this before I came here, and we were talking about, like, you know, certain guys, like, would tell him, like, had Eli got a start or if Kenny would have. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really think it would have mattered what happened with anybody else last night. I think Ando was going to win that race no matter what. Dude, yeah. he looked good. He was going to mm-hmm. be on the box, pretty much. And, and he was good all the way to the end. Yes. Is what I like. Which is something, let's be honest, he's had a hard – he's had a – hard time doing since this championship looking good the entire main like there'll be moments where he's like really fast and then be like oh he drops a second a lap but dude Mm -hmm. the entire main i mean i don't know what the lap times look like but i'm going to assume he was probably within a second of his lap time yeah and and let's let's point out that he had a baker boy behind him and you know the baker boy shouldn't get tired and he kind of broke him he did i mean well yeah i mean he said in the press conference, he was like, yeah, I was lagging a little bit. Then I turned around and realized like how close AP actually was and went, oh, shit, I guess I should get going. Well, that's my point, though. He was able to turn it back on. Yeah. So I, it's really hard because it's only the second round, but I kind of said this in the, a, in the A1 post show that if Ando continues to do this and say we get to round five or six and he has another win and then just a bunch of podiums, ah, man, that's going to... I just I feel like he's, I, I'm completely out on championship talk because we're two rounds but in. But I think what I am too. What I'm trying to get at is, and I think Anderson is one of those guys since he's already done it, and because people already have this narrative on him, that if you give him a little bit of confidence, I don't know if he's one of those guys that you want to give said confidence to. I don't think so either. Because he already knows how to win a championship. Whether you want to say, oh, he won that because he was the fastest guy. But like I said, he knows how to win. He's in a program or a situation that he's really comfortable with. He obviously loves and gels with the bike. He gets along with everybody there. Mm-hmm. He starts clicking off more wins, especially because it's been such a long time, and he's going to have that hunger to keep doing it because, let's be honest, since 2018, there is a better huge narrative around him that, oh, it was one, one and done. It's never going to happen again. He hadn't, like you just said, he hadn't won since Atlanta. Uh, I did notice he starts a lot better on that bike, too. Well, yeah, that's he's, he's power, up near the front. Well, and that power curve, I was telling this to Wyman, that power curve fits like he's a guy that likes to ride a gear high. He rides in the meat of the power. You listen to him half the time, even in corners, he's in third and fourth most of the time. So that mm-hmm. Cowie, as much as I'm not a Cowie guy, that motor fits his style, mm-hmm. just like the chassis does. Like I said, I'm out on the picking championships. It's way too early, especially with how the points are right now. But I'm just saying that if he can keep this going, you, we're going to have to reevaluate where we think that he never win in a title again because, dude, that was just – I was super impressed. I picked him for the win. We both did, but I didn't think he would win like that. It was impressive, but I'm I'm much like you. Until we it's get early. five or six rounds in and I see either the parody continue or him continue to stay up there, I'm out. I'm talking about championship talk. Great ride. Yep. Not taking anything away from it. He looks awesome on that bike, but I think he looks awesome, much like he did on the Husky, and it was just last night was his night. The one thing I will say, though, the last thing I'll say about him as far as the title, if he keeps this going, is, and people don't talk about this enough, they want to talk about, oh, how he won the title, like, oh, it was lucky he wasn't the fastest guy. He won the title in 2018 in a way that is sustainable, the same way Ryan Dungey Yeah, I mean, yeah. two, three rounds ago, he blew out his front wheel and... Yeah. and- he kind of had a rodeo and still won it. Well, he yeah. won four races that year, and then the rest he was pretty much on the box the entire season. Mm-hmm. We talk about who's the fastest guy, but Anderson won a championship with something you can do every time. Yeah. 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 So I just, like I said, I'm totally out on it. It's way too early, especially with how crazy the 450 class is right now. Mm-hmm. But you come to back in six rounds and he's doing this again, 
Man, he's. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to beat a guy with the the way he holds himself. Yeah, because okay. he doesn't put pressure on himself. No. But let's move on. So second place AP. I mean, that was a completely different AP that showed up from. Hey, can day can one. I point something out? I, I didn't listen wrong. to the interview. Did you guys listen to the interview? The SWAT. Which one? The interview the, after the race? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't listen to it. Either. I, the press conference? No, no. no interview on the, on the podium. I, I listened to the press. Conference. I, well, yeah. I, I to wanted too. to go back and listen to it, but I don't have Peacock yet. I'm still bumming off my boys, but. Uh, Come on, Cole. What? Come on, it's five ninety nine a month, man. Yeah. Well, you guys all want to split it? No. <laughs> oh. I just pay for it myself. He anyway, pays for it himself. Can I get that password? No. Just pay <laughs> for it, you cheap fuck. You don't stay rich by giving money away. Oh, oh god. There we go. Anyways, can we get back uh, to this? Fucking, I'm ninety percent sure he said, "Yeah, we had a great week of testing here in California. Figured out some things with the bike." Who said that? Come on, give me some credit. No, here. I'll admit I was fucking wrong. Give me some credit here. Yeah, you're I mean, right. He, I was totally fu- wrong. If if I would go back to that interview and listen to that, and that's what he said, unless I'm just hearing what I want. He, no, he did say the testing thing. He also said in the press conference that he was super, like, last week did not feel like a race to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't get up for it is what he said, which I understand that, too, coming from a sports background of, like, there's some nights that you just show up and you're not in it. Like, you're just going to through do, the yeah. yeah, and it just, like, doesn't feel like game day. And then there's other nights, like, last night he shows up, Feels like race day. Yeah. He's ready to fucking go. And boom, he comes out, gets a second. And I mean... That's another crazy part of our sport, too, is is the mental side of it. We always talk about it, but those guys that can just lock into that mode yeah. each weekend is yep. uh, pretty incredible. Yep. The big question, though, is is that if the testing thing, that was pretty much what it was at A1. And, and you now it's just going to get better. But and that, the fitness is going to start peaking a little later in the season. That's my question, though, is do we think he can keep doing it, though? I don't know. I'm, the jury's out on him as far as I'm concerned. As I, as I said on the Cooksey show earlier... I've I've wow, been on this train. You were on the Cooksey show. I've been on this train. It was a very lateral move from Yamaha to KTM. Mm. So I don't necessarily see this being much different than if he would have been on Blue Crew this yeah. year. It just was a lateral move, and this is just where it's at. Because he asked me if I thought that the Alden Baker training program was part of this, and I said eh, I don't. No, because I, he had I, good I rides last that, year. Yeah, I don't give that. I don't give that that kind of credit for for a ride like this, like whatever. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, if he stays up on the box, then okay, maybe we can start talking about like new AP. However, if it continues and it's you know eighth, fifth, third, eighth, fifth, third, second, whatever, eh, same AP, different year. I just with AP, my biggest thing is kind of like last year in what was it? Was it the second Atlanta round? Yeah, that he was leading the mud race. Was it the second one? The one he was leading, and he got loose in the whoops and went down. Yeah. We've seen that from AP. I mean, dude, we've seen it in outdoors. If you time he was leading, he'd make a dumb mistake, especially <laughs> the one at Unadilla when he almost killed himself. Yeah. It's just, we know he knows how to win championships on the 250s, but the thing I got to see with AP is, is how does he handle being out front for an mm-hmm. entire main? Yeah. And I know that Atlanta was different. Say the track was greasy, whatever. He was, you know, wasn't really trying to rhythm through that whoop section. He was trying to blitz through, and maybe that was his downfall. But I just, we haven't seen enough of AP lead a 450 race mm. enough to know like can he keep doing this and is he the new is this a new AP? well i mean he led daytona for a, while, a long time but my point is is that he didn't finish it though he didn't right, get the right, win right. that's my point and i is, think that was a fitness thing yes so like to me it's kind of like what we say with sexton like once he gets that first win mm-hmm. it's gonna we all know it's easier once you get the first win i just still have to see can I got to see all the way down to literally the last lap. Like he could have a 10 second lead with a lap to go or two laps to go. And I still will not be comfortable that can he finish that final lap? No, which is not a knock on him. It's just, 
You but just I, don't know. But I was thinking about this this morning, okay? And we'll we'll go off on a little tangent here. So you've got AP, Mookie, AC, Sexton. And we're all like, all these dudes could win. But then they all have these little hiccups. And we're like, dude, what the hell? Like, you know, are they ever going to do it? Are they ever going to do it? At some point, it has to happen, okay? At some point, one of them or multiples of them are going to have to pull off the first one. And then that's when we see, okay, who are they at that point? Are they a one and done? Or are they, uh, oh, that clicked the gear to take me to the next level? But it has to happen, okay? Because Kenny, Eli, and Webb are all going to, quote-unquote, retire here at some point soon especially kenny and eli we know are the first couple to go ando's probably getting really close also webb probably has a few more years but then you're gonna have a few more years of these guys so at some point these guys are gonna have to win like it's just law of what we see Mm -hmm. because we don't have anyone a la stewart a la carmichael chad chad that's just gonna go out and fucking dominate the entire season like it's just not oh, gonna dude, happen the, anymore the points right now i know it's two rounds are fucking crazy dude it's awesome i never would have guessed that this would the points the top would eight like. are, are eight points separated yeah i never would have guessed okay. that. yeah roxon had a shit dick night and he's only eight eight, eight out yeah I, like i said i would never have guessed i mean you could guess the coop thing but if you would have told me after two rounds and like i said i'm not trying to it's two rounds that ando Coop and Barsha would be your top three in points. I'd be yeah. like, there's no way. You're high. And I was shocked when they were showing the points and Barsha comes out of there with the red plate. That well, didn't shock me at all. When he was in third and the night Kenny was having, I was like, dude, Barsha. I didn't even have think this. twice about the red plate. Well, like I said, I though, did. think about the fact that if Ando, if, if Barsha wouldn't have sought off his front end right now, Ando 2 1 the first two rounds, how yeah. his points lead would be pretty decent right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Barsha, two thirds. This Tomac was catching him though. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not putting any stock in this at all because we've seen Barsha have good starts to the years. Yeah, how my, many years in a row now? This is the same Barsha we've seen before, other than he didn't win the opener. But last year, though, like we said in the in the preview show, though, last year was the furthest he had been into a championship where he yeah. was still so like he was good last year. Yes, he kind of faded off a little bit. But, I mean, dude, he's kind of doing the same thing. He just doesn't have the win yet. Now, if he can keep this rolling, like it's going to be the same as last year. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's not... It's nothing to sneeze at, but I think it's hilarious too. Like the whenever Tomac's <laughs> behind him, yeah, if Tomac won't pass him. <laughs> that was awesome. No, did anybody else see that last night? See Tomac kind of catching him and then go. He's never going to get by him anyway because he's yeah. going to freak out. Yeah. So. That was yeah. That was like a he would catch him, drop a little bit, catch him, drop a little bit, and I think at some point Eli would goes, dude. There's like two laps to go. There's no point in like ragdolling myself into the ground which is wild because after qualifying and uh in the heat race yesterday was anybody else thinking like dude tomac's gonna i thought tomac was gonna walk after that heat race dude oh yeah after that heat race i was like he is fucking fast that's why i made the comment and the bike looked good too yeah it did it looked real fucking good i'll tell you what though he's what five points out now He's is he fourth or fifth? No, he's. I mean, sixth. one through one plays. through ten. Yeah, still have a shot. I mean, you could throw thing, a blanket honestly, over. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you're right, Cole. You could throw a but, blanket over through one through ten. But it's it's like I said, and I've been saying, if they figure this bike out for him, and he is within spitting range like he is right now at the end of January, like these boys are in trouble because we all know February, March, April is fucking when he turns it on. Question though is, yeah, is but that, other boys are going to be turning it on at the same time. Well, yeah, time. but. So the winner in all of this is all of us when does because we're going to get though? to see him and Webb fucking battle it out. I, dude, see, that's the crazy thing, though, is it goes back to not getting ahead of ourselves. I just don't know after the way these two rounds have gone that I can just... We think it's going to be between Eli and Webb, but like I just... 
Dude, I don't know. There's there's so many variables this year. Like we talk every year parody parody, and then we were like, fuck, it's always the same three guys. Well, but so far through two rounds, and yes, it's only two rounds. But dude, we've never had it like this. And, and I hate to be no, this guy last, too. Last knock year was on the wood. Same. Last year was the same. Nobody's hurt yet. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but but who was the three guys though? One, two, three after first two rounds last year. Eli, Kenny, Coop. Those were your three guys in the points. But it's the same thing as last year. We had multiple different dudes on the podium. Coop also did get a couple seventh place. Couple different in people the first win. two rounds last year. So like, I, it wasn't like this last year. I, I get what you're saying. I'm I don't not, disagree. I'm not convinced. I, I'm convinced by the time we hit mid February here. So we're six rounds in, seven rounds in, whatever. I'm convinced by the time we hit mid February, the cream will rise to the top. You're gonna see Webb, Tomac. Maybe Kenny, maybe Man, somebody else, maybe Ando's still Kenny. there. That was pretty discouraging. I'll tell you what, though. Last night proved that Coop's, if he doesn't get a top five start, he's not winning a race. Nobody is. Yeah, Coop's night was weird. It was super weird because he was good in qualifying. Well, he was good the first session of qualifying. The second session, he just, everybody, you, when the track started breaking down. You know what was down. really weird? Is Coop was better in the first session when there were whoops. Yeah. And then they yeah. broke down, and, and he was worse. Yeah, yeah. too. Another thing, once the track started, and it did definitely didn't get as soft as we thought it would last <laughs> no. night, not compared to the early the years before, 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that is weird, because you usually think, too, when the track starts to break down, it starts hitting the bottom and stuff, like Coop just being able to carve corners, like that's where he makes up his time. Yeah. And he was he, pretty much in the same spot the whole night, though. He yeah, didn't he move didn't, forward. He didn't go forward, anything. or he didn't, he didn't really go back either. And he didn't really drop Marv either after no. Marv caught him. Yep. Nope. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk. Let's talk Mookie here. Kind of same, same as what we've seen before. He I ain't winning a race this year. You don't think so? Nope. Man, I'm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not just waiting up to yet. see how this program works for him because those boys don't peak until the other side of the coast. I just yeah. don't. I just don't see it. And also another thing too. And it was. I mean, I understand the whoops were either getting that rut like a little bit close to the far right, and then they were getting cupped. But dude, what was it when he? Who was he behind? It was I can't remember. It was in if in the heat race of the main, but he jumped in behind somebody. He caught him in the whoops. And you're just thinking, oh, he's gonna blow that second set of whoops. Oh, he's gonna he blow right by him. He was not good in the whoops. Last That's night. what I mean, though. So like, it's not. A, I'm not saying it's a bike thing. It's not a bike thing or, or whatever. But that just shows me that I still think in the back of his head he is concerned that if he goes balls to the wall, heat race Mookie, that he's gonna hit the ground. Yeah, because he where did. you would, where you would, yeah, you would normally see him blow past people. And I can't. It, I'm blanking on who it was. I can't remember if it was in the heat race or the main. The heat race, and then he went to go rail the shit out of that it? corner. Do you remember who it was though? Was it Kenny? <sighs> it was remember. somebody that was it Eli. Maybe it was Eli. I don't know. Every lap, I was like, "Yep, he's going to square this up." And he did to the left of that double. Yep, all the way down the whoops on the left side. And he didn't. He got close, and then he didn't. Yeah. But he didn't. But normally, where you see him like right at the tail end of the whoops, where he really starts driving forward, he'd go past him. Yep. He didn't. And. I know that it's just one section, but because he is so much better than everybody in that one particular section, to see him not do that, that just, I, I can't. It's a little weird. I can't think. I just, I don't know. I don't think he's going to get it. I just, I don't think he's going to get a win this year. I don't know. I'd I'm, say I'm not off it yet. I'm not. Yeah. I think end of the year again, like where, like he snuck in a podium last yeah, year, I mean, like that kind of may, shit. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's going to come before that. Do you think it'll become on the West Coast or the so, East Coast? So out of the Baker boys, then, let me hit you with this. Which one of the two Baker boys gets one first? AP. I'd say, I called two for AP, but... I, no, I call... Well, I'm going to call AP. We'll get a win. I didn't call AP for a win, but I think if out you're of, asking... Out of the three Baker boys, who wins one first? Wait a minute. I'm going to stick... Two. AP and Mookie. AP and Mookie? AP. I'm going to stick with AP. It's or I'm going to stick with Mookie, sorry. See, I got to go AP because no, I, I don't trust AP. Mookie every race. Whereas AP, even if he's not the new AP... 
AP is just more conservative than Mookie. Like, I feel like if Mookie's in a situation to win a race, he is going to go next level hyper speed, and you're just going to see him fucking die. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, So let's talk about HRC because I honestly thought in practice that the whole 450 HRC team was done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I mean, dude. I mean, when we Chase were, decided to blitz the top of Kenny's head? We were. God, we were, that's scary. Dude, we were three inches away from another Weston Pike. I which mean, it, literally, which if, if you knows. watch that, he, like, skimmed up here. That's why the visor went all the shit. And, like, you move three inches this way, and he, bam, Which, if anybody knows goggles. what we're talking about, it's not even. It's a, that's a. Yeah, that's a I mean, it's a terrible, ter- terrible thing. It, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it's horrible. But seriously, we were three—we were like three inches away from a secondary Weston Pike here. Did you guys think that when Kenny got up and he was kind of like sitting there and he wasn't like he was moving, but he wasn't like trying to see if all of his limbs were moving, but he was just kind of sitting there on his ass? Did any of going through your mind like, well, this is the end of Ken Roxon. Like this is done. Yeah, because we didn't see the cra- this was before we saw the replay. I was saying. really, I was really, really impressed that he kept riding that qualifying session and then through a knack-knack and stuff i guess so yeah. i actually you know was more impressed the fact that sexton got up the way he did because like when he when he clipped kenny's head and then mm-hmm. it bounced him into the whoop and shot him forward i was like oh is here it, we go again with did, chase sexton did, did they it, even show his whole wow. no i didn't see i didn't see it somebody it, probably has is it, it, somewhere. it is it bad that when that flag came out and i knew those two were the only two up there on that on the track that i thought sexton had done something stupid and i thought sexton did something stupid and, yeah so he also super lucky to get away with it. Had a weird day. Sexton, that is. Sexton had a really so weird win the day. heat race and then to just drop anchor like he did in the main. Yeah. After the was... way he rode in, like, and he he hit the ground. He crashed at some point because yeah. he was what running eighth and then he goes back to eleventh. Yeah. He was in like fifth at one point. Yeah. So like, yeah, within like the first five minutes or whatever. So he hit the ground somewhere that we didn't see. But then even when he got all of his bearings and he calmed himself down, he didn't go anywhere. No. Like he, I mean, Ken didn't go anywhere. He was thirteenth and no. didn't go anywhere. So what, I think Ken though had a lingering. No, I think what happened with Ken is when he hit the when he hit the ground in the main, he went. Okay, this has been a long day. Let's just get the fuck out of here in one piece, and we'll move on to San Diego. Really weird thing for Ken to crash the way that he is. Did super but it's not weird. I think it's something to do with that bike, like the he, new bike. He crashed that way last year in Atlanta in the whoops. <sighs> I don't same know. exact I think way. It, I think it was and just then did the wo- it twice, and then Hunter Lawrence. He started getting the same kicks. I think it's. I think it's just. I think it was just those whoops last night. Those whoops were a fucking minefield for everybody. How many guys did we see hit the ground in the whoops? But. Shimoda does a front flip. Kenny doesn't normally go Mumford down in the whoops, di- though. Mumford died multiple times in the whoops during the day, he said in What's his post race. point? Kenny doesn't normally go down Kenny in the whoops, doesn't, though. but still, how many like, If you were to say that he, crash? like, G'd out on a rhythm section and, like, got loose, it'd be like, oh, okay, because we've seen that from Kenny. But, like, in the whoops, like, let's be real. Kenny not only has the best form in the whoops of anybody, but his bike always tracks like an arrow through the whoops. Yeah. That was weird to me. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. And it, it was, like, same thing. It just... It gave me flashbacks of Atlanta last year. He went down the same way. And then to do it again in the main in the other set. I, like I said, I hate to harp on the fact that I keep saying with this being the second round. But, dude, there's just a lot of telling things already with these guys mm. that, like, I feel that this is going to be just a rough year for Kenny. Yeah. It's it going to be, be It's going to be a very up and down year. I, and that's why I still stand by. I don't think he's going to be top three in points at the end of the year. I mean, I'm just completely out on Kenny altogether because this shit happens to him before and everybody's like, and he's oh, a mental yeah, fuck. he's done. And it's then a comes out fuck. and dominates everybody the next round. He's, he's still within 10 points, so, like, whatever. Eight points after a 13th, you got to be pumped on that. Yeah. No. If you were to look at the points, I would not disagree with you guys at all. But I'm just saying, though, for him to have that n- type of night only two rounds in, that's not a Ken Roxon thing that's normal for him. 
Yeah. Like he doesn't normally have those kind of struggles in the first two rounds. Yeah, no. it was just a weird night all around. So, um, okay, moving on. Uh, let's talk about your boy Dylan. Rode good in the main. Bad fucking starts again, just like we've said. And he got sixth. Yep. So he and he caught and passed Cooper Webb and dropped him. Yep. So I mean, good night for him. I mean, he's probably still, still your title guy. No. Do you think he's out of the title contention? I don't think he's out. I think once again it's too early, but he's not my title. I don't know who my title pick he's is out. at this point. I don't think so. He's out. I don't think so. Where's he at in the points? I don't know. Hold on. Because I'm, I'm honestly asking. I don't know. No, I I mean, I'm looking here. I'm, yeah, but, yeah, again, his starts. Fucking well, Eli's in the same boat. Because, like, Eli, for this is two rounds now that they've literally started three spots different from each mm-hmm. other. He is in 11th. What's his, like, how far back is he? He's got 24 points, so I don't know. I don't know either. I don't think he's out of back maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's out of contention, but he's not my title pick right now. But I don't know who would be my title pick if we like if you put a gun to my head right now. I don't know who's the favorite. Yeah, he's fifteen out <clears throat> now. If he if he gets over if he gets over the twenty one twenty two mark, then yeah, I'm out. If he doesn't get a win in the next two weeks, he's done. I mean, yeah, but he, he needs but, he needs to win either San Diego or Anaheim too. If he doesn't win, his, San Diego have or his Anaheim performances too, he's out. humbled you at all, Justin? For him, yes. No, because this is what he's kind of done his entire career. Here we go. What? Did he not prove for two weekends in a row, though, that if, uh, if you're going to say one you're person... You're significantly lower than what you were on him. Because he hasn't won a race yet. I'm not going to pick... D- I didn't pick Dylan to I'm, win. I'm just busting your balls because you, like, put a crown on this man and lowered him from the ceiling. Okay, but Cooper, <laughs> Webb, Cooper, Webb, doesn't, Cooper Webb doesn't have a win yet this season through two rounds. Ken Roxon doesn't. He got the one win, one right there. <laughs> Cooper, Eli doesn't have Cooper a win. Cooper, podium. Cooper Webb's got two, uh, supercross ti- two Supercross I, titles. I so there's a big difference between him and Dylan Ferrandis. But also, Cooper Webb is not going to come through the pack either, just like Dylan's not going to come back through the pack and win. Yeah, Coop has done it before. That I get. If, he has, if you he has not me, done if it. If you wanted me to give a percentage pie as to who I thought would come through the pack and win a race first, either Cooper Webb or Dylan Ferrandez, I have a hundred percent confidence in Cooper Webb. And I, I would say Coop just because nothing. of his Oakland ride last year, kind of what he did at A one. But I don't think like, this year is anything like last year. Houston I think this year. Two, is, okay, I mean, we could keep going. So, do you think that Cooper Webb, if he got a seventeenth place start, would be able to come up to sixth right now? Yeah, it depends. I think he could come close. Yeah. Where Where was it last night then? Webb? Last, yeah. last, last night looked Dylan like he caught, was just kind of riding around. Last man. night was a weird night And for Dylan everyone. caught and passed him from, like, what, seven spots behind him? I don't care. I don't care because I, there is nothing that is telling me that Dylan... It's okay. When we get to Thrasher, I'm going to fucking school oh, the shit boy, out of him. I'm on go. your page on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to fucking... Travis is, sounds like an idiot is, when we get to that There point. is nothing... Look, I understand you guys' reservation because when we get to outdoors and you tell me, dude, he's going to get 30th place starts and win that fucking title, I'm going to be right beside you going, yep, he fucking is. But at Supercross, I'm fucking out, dude. He just doesn't. Can I just ask you? Supercross doesn't come to him as naturally. No, he just doesn't. Can I just ask you one thing? Maybe it's the greats. If I can just ask, if I have just one thing, then I want to move off of this because there's other guys we can talk about. I know. We got to move on. All right. Both of you, this question for both of you. If he gets a fifth place starter better, is he going to win? No. How do you figure? I don't know. It depends on who's out front. There's I'm a lot of I'm there's a, a lot of who, I'm a there's 50, a lot of variables shot. here. But no, no, okay. Him? So hold on, let me start running down the list here. Ken Roxon, Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac. He caught and passed Cooper Webb last Anderson. night, and I guarantee if you look at his lap times from A one, they're better than Cooper's because he was coming through the pack at an insane rate. I guarantee you, Dylan is sitting there going, "What the fuck do I have to do to get a win?" And if Webb, Dylan, after last night, is like, "Yeah, whatever." I got if Dylan gets place, a top, cool. okay, so say Dylan gets a top five start and everything, like he doesn't have bike issues, nobody takes him out. It's just a normal night, like him putting in laps. Who's out front? It doesn't matter who's out front. No, no, he's caught. Uh, no, he's proven it he matters. Can, I think it okay, matters who's out how front. Did, how did? Okay, answer me this then. 
how does it matter? No, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get irate because I'm gonna save that for Thrasher. <laughs> how does it matter when he's proven two weekends in a row right now that he can catch and pass those dudes? And I know that passing him is different, but he literally passed Cooper Webb last night like he was standing still. And you could say that he was just riding, riding around. But let's be real, Cooper Webb is not a fucking easy person to pass, and he passed him like it was nothing. So you want to talk about okay, these guys like it matters out who's out front, but how does it when he's two weekends in a row right now? He's proven he can catch and pass these dudes. That's that's the only thing that that's the only thing that's going to separate him from getting a good start and winning. How what does he have to do then? Because he caught all these guys two weekends in a row right now from what eighteenth and a fifteenth place start. So if how asking, do you? If you're asking me, could it happen? No, I'm asking yes. you. Will it? Would it happen if he if he gets a fifth place start next week? No matter who's out front, if he's a fifth place and he's within eyeing distance of the first place dude after lap two, does he win a race? Does he win that I'm race? Fifty fifty. Honestly, I'm fifty fifty. Okay, fine. That that is the best you're gonna get me is fifty fifty because. Okay. If he can see, coming across the line, lap two, he can see Kenny. Say Kenny's within three seconds of him. Yeah, and I don't really care but who's we all, but, 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 but Kenny's, one, Kenny's one of those dudes. He could put 10 seconds on him in the next two laps, and then Dylan, might, Dylan, Dylan might catch him, Yeah, but Dylan might not. Or he could drop anchor 10, could 12 do, minutes Could do in. that, too. Could so that's, do that's that, just, too. I'm just looking at it as the fact that he... The, be, the best I'm going to give him is a 50-50. There is no other than him hole-shotting, and taking off in if the first three laps. What happens if he hole shots? Or if he hole shots, then I could very easily see it getting done. But who, I could also would, very easily like I, I'm more say eighty percent. Because I don't think the crashing is. thing. I don't think the crashing thing is Dylan's problem anymore. I don't think the crashing thing is either. Because but that I was the narrative the bad, on him for a while. I, it was yes, very much so. But I think the bad starts are the narrative on him right now. Yeah, I just look at his speed. That I think that if he gets a start like that, I don't think there's anybody faster than him in the class for twenty plus one. If if he gets a start, I saw a tweet from Ferrandis maybe or somebody, but very saying, pissed off. Huh? Was it saying fuck Paul Max? Because no, be no, awesome. no. <laughs> very. Uh, was he pissed at us? Very pissed off about not getting good starts. Knows that he needs to work on it. So well, yeah, and that's good though. And and he's known that forever though. And it's not like he's probably not working on him. I mean, we heard stories in outdoors where they were burning up clutches. He was practicing starts in Danger Boys vlog, so he's got to be practicing them. Yeah, uh, they must. They better figure fucking something else out. It might be a great thing though. You might be onto that because his starts at the beginning of outdoors weren't great, but then midway into the season, like his average. That's why I like position. the dirt start. Like there's an art. There's a there's a science to packing a gate. Which with mm-hmm. also with the way Dylan is, with how naturally talented is and his style like which is why i brought it up maybe it's the greats they're hurting his which is really weird though because also on the other end of that (laughs) conversation this is the last thing i'll say greats are going to be consistent every time now yes obviously your traction might be so good that when you hit a rut that's a little jagged it's going to hit you harder but the great is the same every i think a hundred percent to me it comes to whoever that technician is i mean look at anderson dog shit starts on the factory husky team they obviously got issues over there I can tell you this, that if Dylan and Eli start within three spots of each other for the next, like, they keep doing this by the time we go to East Coast, Yamaha's going to be pulling their fucking hair out. Yeah. Because it's two weekends in a row, Eli started, like, 12th, and Dylan started, like, 15th. Well, they better send somebody in there to figure out the fucking ECU then, because the weird. Honda guy's mm-hmm. got it dialed, the fucking KTM guy's Cowies, got it figured out. Cowie. Cowie's dialed, yeah. So, but all yeah, right. Anyway. Um, As far as 450 stuff goes, last thing I got, can we talk about the... Brees on seven deuce deuce crime and then the instant fucking. Can we just talk about the whole fucking LCQ? Dude, the LC that LCQ made up for the other three LCQs because the other three have been relatively uneventful, and I'm super sad as per everyone. I love the LCQs. And then you have 
bat. Brees just holding her wide open, dude. The the, whole, the whole what thing. the fuck was he thinking? Well, which which uh, which I, instance? All right, so let's go through. Okay, so saws off deuce seven deuce. I deuce saw some information deuce. where when deuce deuce hit him in that corner. Yeah, rear brake gone. Okay, okay. So he went, I think, to give him a little sauce, but didn't mean to give him that much because he had no rear brake. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then just the way it plays out that he just. Liat yard sales himself <laughs> right in front of. We Deuce gotta bring Deuce. that back. Did, did anyone? Did anyone think when they went to that script, that shot of him laying on the ground and the Deuce Deuce sitting there that the, the Deuce, 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 Deuce is took behind him out, him like fist pumping? I totally thought like like and that, Adam waited for him to come around and then just like whoop, yeah, zigged in front of him happen. or something. I can tell you when they went back across the start before the right hander. That's was what think, I thought was gonna happen. I was thinking that Adam, like you could almost tell that the like. Under the helmet, he was conflicted because, he, like, Brees had went by him, but obviously he was kind of coasting because he was getting yeah. his bearings. And there was a part of me that was thinking, they even said it on the broadcast, that I was like, Adam's just going to hold it wide open and fucking square him up at the apex and just hit yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, that. but you could tell, though, he almost kind of looked conflicted because he was, like, looking like he was going to push, and then he just, nope. And then you could just kind of see him looking around. I'm like, oh, boy. He really went, I don't want to go to the AMA trailer tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, dude. That's two big dudes right I'd have there. Been in, like, I'd have been in the AMA trailer so fast if he took me out like that. Like, Adam's a thick dude. And Brees, you can obviously, like, you can tell he's a fucking tall guy. So, like, if those two hit each other, like, meaning to hit each other, dude, dude. someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> the fucking last corner, too, dude. Dude, the last what, corner. What the fuck? So like, here, what was he thinking? You knew that he. There's no way there he thought at no any point way. he was going to be able to. I can't remember who, who was he. What was it? Uh, it who was, was Bryson Gardner and Joan Cross? There was no way he thought he was going to be able to get underneath either one of them because he was literally six whoops back. Yeah. But what the f- so dude, so what? Well, so Cooksey talked to him and he said that what he thought was that uh, those two were going to like take each other out, have a little instance in that corner, and he's like, if I can just get close. Maybe I can dive underneath and like pull this off. Pull but he was a straight away behind. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, bro. He was a good six, seven whoops back. Of it him. was not the smartest move, poor guy. He, but that's I also heard he's very sore today. Oh, I bet that's he's also obviously. a terrible section to do that though. A literally a right-handed bowl right out of a whoop section. Yeah. Like, dude, you know that if you send it, and even if you double out, you don't hit your break. It's over with. Yeah, like you're not gonna get stopped in time because it was right out of the whoops corner. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about though, my boy Max Anstey giving homeboy the sauce. At the finish, like right before the oh, finish. Oh, yeah, right, Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was good. I Can we talk it. about Anstey's start? What was it, in the heat? As he's just railing around the outside of that first corner trying to fucking it. get her done. Oh, who, dude. Who was that? He was just... Camera's too hot. Camera. That thing's so dumb. Who was that that went down in front of him? I don't remember. But, dude, I'm just watching that going, who the fuck is railing around the outside? And, yep, there he was, just fucking railing. Tell you what, though, even though that was not a good night for him, he looks good on that KTM. I like yeah, that. Was I like He's it. a lot better on it. Yeah, I like it. And well, then the other guy on that team too, McElrath? Is it fitness? Yeah, I think it's. Are you talking about Joey or Shane? Shane. I think it's back because he looks so good in the heat races, man. And then he looks the, so good in the beginning of the main. Exactly. I, it, I mean, it could be a fitness, but I still think he like his, fades like Cincerillo, and I think Cincerillo's fitness. I think his. I think and his, shoulder, obviously. I but. think his back is a big issue, man. God, dude, if that kid, if he was a hundred percent though, he'd yeah. Have you seen Have you seen anything with Bogle as to why he pulled off? Did he want no, it or something? No, Travis, that upset. really fucked my fantasy up. I'm kind of heartbroken, but um, oh, you're you're off your high horse. No, oh, we're gonna get into no, that no. The we'll show. get into that in oh, the fantasy show. I, I think I'm I want I won the second round. Should I be as cocky as him? Sure, if you want to. Yeah. I'm maintaining 
So Chiz got in. That was cool. Chiz got in. Good that was him. cool. I heard he's got a shoulder and elbow issue and mm. was coming off COVID last week. So there was lots like I said, going on there. Super, oh, oh, he had whoa. COVID last oh, week? Oh, he had COVID last week? He didn't have it last oh, week. He I was, was coming like, off being sick with COVID. I was like, we're going to call uh, out the uh, Feld right now. So, yeah. Um, I feel is bad it for awesome Norm. that I might win the Justin Hill bet with you because he doesn't race a race all fucking year? Speaking of Justin Hill, yeah, does maybe. anybody know what's going on with him? Uh, like, I know ch- he's hurt. Chain, chain broke. So, but I mean, how long is he out for? Does anybody know? I don't know. Indefinitely, and probably out. I mean, you. Just want I don't know. They right just now. put Nick Schmidt on that team, so he must be fucking out. <laughs> so, all right. No. Any, hey, Amart made the main. Amart did make the main. He looked. He looked pretty good. Like uh, as far as Amart went. Can I? Uh, I stayed away from him. Fancy I just for too. the fact Wyman that they're going to move him out of the way. Wyman picked. Yeah, Wyman and did pay off for him. Yep. Uh yeah. I was at Matt's house last night. Oh, okay. Oh, well, um, sounds gay. Can I uh, can I just kind of yell at Justin Starling for just about three seconds in that main? Yeah, go for where, it. Like, I don't know he who was trying was, to oh, race everybody lapping like, it. Bro, you are literally getting split and you're just fucking holding the wide open going into corners like you're just by yourself. Yep. Dude, and then in the whoop section, I think it was Mookie and who was ever in front of Mookie. And Mookie, like you said, that left-handed 90, he like squared it off and then straightened out for the inside. And Starling, just, he's just trying to race there. Him. Just yeah. like... The fuck are you doing, Justin? Like, yeah. what are you what are you doing, dude? It would have been a good weekend to make up some points, but I stuck with my, which we'll go over in the fancy pod. I I, I stuck with my uh, my mentality. I tell you what, if I'd have picked AP though, and I said this to him when I got here, like I originally wanted to, I'd have got real good points. But I would have mm-hmm. picked I would have picked Jason Anderson all day. I uh, I took AP off and I put Mikel Rath on, which Shane got me good points. Shane Anyways. got me good points too. Yep, I all had right. Dean Wilson. Let's uh, ninth place. One. Th- Dean Wilson had a good heat race. He did. I give him credit race. for that. That was good. He looked he good looked in qualifying good. too. He did. He yeah, did. he was. He was. He had a pretty good day for Dino. So, yeah. all right, let's move on to two fifties here. Um, so two fifty uh, segment tonight brought to us by our good friends over at JT Cycle, serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over thirty years. Stopping to check out their full selection of Beta, Gas, Gas, Husky, and Suzuki motorcycles and Power Sports products. Need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up? They have. They have that too with a full lineup of echo errands gravely and simplicity visit jtcycle.com or follow them on instagram at jtcyclebc so 250 class i mean craig's the man to beat right this is his title to basically fucking lose you would think so but the the big question (laughs) is 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 he gonna lose it i mean he's christian craig so he could god it's just it's one of those things man because like i hate to say i i am I'm more, I'm less now than I was a couple years ago, but I've always kind of been a fan of Christian. How's that phone doing over there? Is it good? Yeah, don't worry about me. I've always been a fan of Christian. text going on or what? Uh, yeah. I'm okay, being cool. grammatically correct. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just love yeah. watching Christian ride. We no obviously know how buttery smooth he is. Like, his story <clears throat> is really good because people forget. Like, there was a time where he didn't know if he was ever going to walk again. Yeah. Like, when he was on the TLD team, people forget about that. But, man, it's just one of those things that, like, I know he's got the two wins, but I just I can't be confident that he's going to be able to put it together for the entire I'm not series. confident no. because there's one guy that hasn't gotten a start yet. Hunter Lawrence. And he want, he's he got a chip on his shoulder. Are you talking about Hunter? Yep. Oh, he's just, you know, he's How sick and tired of talking about Jet? Exactly. <laughs> let's talk, I want to win as much let's, as I want to breathe. Let's let's talk about Hunter, but though. But I'm saying, though. I love Hunter, but Jesus Christ, he's got to work. He's a fucking racer. He, he's got to work on his first five-lap speed. That's where he's dying right now. Well, yeah, his first, starts were trashed. First, first starts and first three to five laps, he and that's always slow to get going. That's and always then, kind of been his problem, though. Even yeah. like when he was a rookie over here in outdoors, like it took him. If he was there within the first ten minutes, yeah. you knew that he was golden. But he's always kind of been that way. Mm-hmm. Which that's a GP thing, man. Like yeah. with the way those guys approach racing, like it's they're not going to go sprint the first four or five laps. But he's going to have to figure it out. I think 
I think he can play the mental game, though, if it comes down to it. Oh, yeah, because let's be real. Christian is soft mentally, Yep. which is really shitty to say everything he's been through, but we know on a racetrack, and we saw it a few times last year, like the whole incident when he, who was it that he took wide when he just pushed him right off the track, like didn't even break into the corner. I don't remember. But he got into something. Andy Lee at yard tail. Yeah, so like we know as far as like the racing side of things, he's he's a little mentally soft. He can get in his head that way. (laughs) But, dude, I the problem is, is that, just like with Mookie, there's one section of the track that if Christian is behind you, he's going to pass you whether you like it or not. Which is the one section he looked way better in than any of the even 450 guys who are good at it. The whoops. And that is going to be an issue for anybody because if you're in a last lap battle, unless you just tee him up, he's going to pass you in the whoop section. It doesn't yeah. matter. And it, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is, let's be real. We have yet to see a whoop section. Like we saw the long whoop section at A1 before he went through the tunnel, but we have yet to see a deep set of whoops yet. And it is exponentially worse for everybody else when you get to those whoops compared to Christian and everybody else. Yeah. And that's the thing. We know that <laughs> Hunter's whoop speed is okay, but it's not as good as Christian's. I just want to see Christian get a bad start um, because every win that he's ever had. He's gotten the start. He's gotten the or start, top pulled three. away, and then had one guy passing maybe. I didn't realize he's only won like three or four races. Yeah, dude. That's I, why, didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. He hasn't won a lot. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, okay, so can we talk about Shimoda's night? Because that was fucking rough. There was a glimpse. I'm There's scared, glimpse. though, that he is throwing his way of racing out the door, and he is trying to push the limits, and that does not fit his style. I'm just going to say he has terrible fucking racecraft. Mosman should not get you at the same spot, the same way, in the same corner, two laps in a fucking row. I just don't. I think we're going to see a lot. I hate to say this because I picked Joe. I said even way back in the summertime that if Joe was on a coast that Colt or Jet wasn't on, I felt like he could win the title. Yeah. He's got a new approach to racing that I'm not on board for. Like last year, I understand it. He he wants to be a little more aggressive. We heard the whole stupid story during outdoors. Oh, I grew up liking Justin Barsa because he's aggressive, and that's not how I am. Well, he's trying to be that way. I think Joe is too smooth of a guy. I don't to, even think he's trying to be that way. I think it's just like dumb, stupid shit happening to him right now. It's but a lot of that, though, bad. To, but a lot of the talking about his racecraft, though, that is part of it. And that is him going yeah. away from what he is what comfortable he knows, with. Yeah. Well, OK, so the racecraft in the heat race. Yes. And hopefully that was just like a, like a one time deal. But then but the what you got to look at. OK, last week, whether it was the gate flinch, Christian false started on him whatever, and got him to jump, whatever. He hits the gate. OK, cool. That's fucking stupid. We don't hardly ever see that. Then this week, like, he drops the front end in the whoops and ends up, like, freestyle front flipping all the way around. Yeah. And then still oh, gets up. Oh, ninja like, that oh, shit right back Dude, on, he did, dude. too. Oh, uh, that was like a Cooper Webb moment. Yeah, that was fucking wild. Um, but, I mean, like, both those are kind of, like, stupid, like, random things that, like, you wouldn't normally see. So, I don't know. It, it would be interesting to see him have a decent just nothing crazy happens race and see, like, where he actually pans out. Because Christian didn't really drop those guys last night. Like, he just kind of got a little bit of a gap, just maintained it. That was it. So, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, I think he's the guy to beat, but I still think he can be beat in individual races. I think races. he can beat himself. But, yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think you're right. I think you're right, though. Like, I think the first time he doesn't get a start, I don't think he wins. No. Because Christian has proven he's kind of like a meltdown kind of thing. And he's proven through his entire career he is not somebody that's great coming through the pack yeah. at all. And when he doesn't win a race, then but, how does he act in qualifying the next week? But I do appreciate the fact where he knows that, though, and he yeah. went up to Vince Freeze and he was like, hey, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, he made a pass on him early, too, in that heat race. Yeah. So, like, that was kind of showing him, like, everybody kind of thought after we heard that whole conversation that, oh, maybe Christian is trying to get on Vince's fr- Christian's just a giant question mark to me. Yeah. Love watching the guy ride. But- oh, yeah, it's great. Everything else is just 
I'm just kind of eh. Yeah. I think it's going to be very telling, depending on where he's at at the halfway point. If he is the points leader at the halfway point, I think that you could almost sew it up that he's going to win the title. But if he's in a crazy battle, man, with somebody, who, whoever it is, and I mean, at this point you would think Hunter's probably going to be the guy. Yeah. Um, ah, Man, I... I don't even know. I don't think you can call it with him until it's over. I mean, look at last year. Yeah. He was we'll right throw in there a couple East West showdowns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We get two of them again this year. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, throw those in, too. Can yeah. you talk about the third place guy, South America? He was. Yeah. Why does it say. Why, fuck? yes. Yes, we can. He's uh, the real deal. He is the real deal. Kind of like uh, this guy was trying to say, like, pretty much for. I don't but know. But we were we were just worried, and you got to be worried about it, too, the yeah. EBV. But not in Supercross. I'm not worried about it in Supercross. He, he is impressing me. That's not as much of a concern. Um, It was. As I, as I said on the Cooksey show, he's. Nothing he did last year. Other than yes, he won that one race, which mm-hmm. okay, cool, you can you can get we'll call it quote unquote lucky, win a race, whatever. But there wasn't any pizzazz outside of that. His finishes were still good. Okay, his finishes were still good. But he was a fucking rookie. Well, that's, and he's eighteen and, years old. And I'm also is, gonna, and we're gonna get to that. When we that is pressure. true too. But he did overheat at one of the Atlanta rounds. But that was because like, it was fucking ninety five okay, degrees. Okay, it doesn't matter. That's it's thing, still though. it's like it that's flared the thing that up. You. Yeah, and it's like. But see, even in outdoors, though, when he came back for those last couple rounds where, where it was like at Bud's Creek, it was hot. Other than like with him hitting his dome because he crashed, he didn't have a fading issue. Well, I don't know. It, it makes me nervous. No matter anybody who's had it, it makes me nervous at this point, knowing what I know about it now. Yeah. He is starting to impress me. I have come off my soapbox about him. So he I will say this. If he keeps continuing to podium because with the way he the. The way his mentality is and kind of like having this chip on his shoulder, because he even said it like, oh, like, hey, I got a podium, but I want to get wins now. I got to get wins. I want to win this championship this early in his career. I think that he is one of those guys, because he is still a kid, but he's not overzealous. I think he's in the right headspace. Like the people around him, they're good people. I know the people that are around him because one of my buddies was one of the reasons why the whole pro circuit thing kind of happened. He... He has a very good group of people to keep him in check, and I feel that like if he's in this title hunt, and I'm not saying he's going to be, but just say he is for the sake of this conversation, I feel that he is a guy that is capable of winning a championship because there's enough people around him that can keep him grounded. Yeah. Now, do I think he has the most outright speed in the class? No, he doesn't. If he works on his whoops, though, it'll be game over. That's exactly what Mitch Payton said in his post Yeah, because when he was closing on Joe at Moseman <laughs> in the heat race, like he literally would catch him. And then he get to the whoops, and he just get dropped. Yeah, but everywhere else though, like dude, his corner speed is good, his technique is good. Yep, he's very he's very fluid. Good. And dude, did you see how easily he was carving corners, like getting inside of corners and just pivoting out of them? Yeah, like that was, and that's not an easy thing to do on a Kawasaki. Like I said, I've come off my soapbox with him. He is impressing me. Four out of ten races, I think, is the thing I've heard. He's been on the box, so yeah, it's but but again, nothing about it was flashy last year, other than he got that one win. Okay, but cool. Joe, Joe was same, but Joe's not flashy either. Joe wasn't flashy, but with the coast Joe was on, because he was on that uh, whatever it was, the East Coast or whatever, yeah, whatever one started first. Yeah, I have a hard time. It was that. like him, Colt Jet, him, Colt Jet, because Mosman got hurt, yep. like Indy, and was out, and like so it was like so I I saw Joe more. Yeah, and it's like okay, yeah, he's had he's had four out of ten, so he only had two out of. 
two out of eight last year was on the podium and one of them was that win which okay cool and outside of that it was you know it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that got it gets lost in the shuffle of it's not really that impressive he's not in my face like the whole yeah. jet lawrence thing so that's but, where but i think that's a good thing though you don't really see it per- well it's getting bad in my opinion it's the next justin cooper at this point is what i'm starting to see where he's good he's he's on the box all the time gets you know like races really well but when it comes down to it in today's day and age with the social media stuff, like he's going to continue to get rides. Don't get me wrong. And like, and, and do well, but he's never going to be one of the, the guys like that. But I'll say for a guy like wins, Seth, wins all the time, but, but I'll say for Seth Hammond, doing well. he doesn't really, the kid like that, he doesn't give a shit about all that fame and fortune crap. Well, I mean, you got to pay your bills, but he's going to pay his bills as long as he continues to get rides. Okay. There are people in the sport, though, that we know that like the glamorous lifestyle. They, they thrive on that shit. We can think of a million different names. I mean, hell, we have, like I said, we had one from Michigan, Nico Izzy. Yeah. Like, they thrive on that stuff. But the way Hammaker is programmed, he doesn't care about that kind of shit. That kid, is one stu- that kid just loves to ride a dirt bike. Well, so if he keeps getting rides and if he's winning races, championships, whatever, I'm pretty sure that if you asked him at the end of his career, hey, would you rather win a bunch of titles and be known for being one of the best motocrossers to ever live, or would you have to have a, like all this fame and fortune, everybody? But that's what he's going to have to do is he's going to have to win a bunch of titles, and I'm not, like, as good as he is, I'm not fully convinced yet that he's going he to win the, a you, bunch of titles. I'll tell you right now. You think he wins he, a bunch of titles? The EBV is always going to be a big thing outdoors. I, I think he could squeak a title off. Into I think cross. right Maybe. now, I think right now, even though there is a person on the other coast that we know speed wise, if he can't doesn't kill himself, is one of the fastest dudes in the class. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say right now, Seth's the best dude on that PC team. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a debate. And you can talk yeah. about Joe, but he's beaten Joe two weekends now. And now, whether you want to talk about how he beat Joe, it doesn't matter. Like that's not his problem. Mm-hmm. It's not his problem mm-hmm. that Joe hit the gate. It's not his problem that Joe fucking ragged out himself in the whoop section. Yeah. And we know that McAdoo, Jet Reynolds, who I think Jet's going to be a bust. We'll talk about him yep, when same. we get to East Coast. We, uh, we, and then yeah, and Fortner. Now we know that Fortner, speed-wise, <laughs> is faster than everybody. And probably Jet's the only dude in the class that's faster than him, speed for speed. But we know how Austin is. Right now, Hamaker is the probably the best dude on PC, and I don't think it's a question. Because you know that if he can keep this up, he's just going to be a podium guy, podium guy, podium guy. Yeah. And you know what? If you win a championship by getting a bunch of podiums, guess what? It don't fucking matter how you win the championship. I mean, that's fine. But, I, I mean, do I see him where he could win a 250 title? Yes. Do I see him winning 450 titles? No. No, but there's not a lot of dudes that can win 450 titles. No. This is a long debate that we don't have see, time See, and we're going to get to this when we get to Thrasher <laughs> because that's going to be my long tangent. Oh, boy. Why? You think Thrasher wins a title? <laughs> no, but I'm no. going to really go All off right. on be- the whole Thrasher. Before we thing. get to Thrasher, I, I got to get my phone off the charger. Because we got Kev coming up soon. Talk well, about well. How long we got? Talk about Mosman. I'm, I don't know. I got to go check because I haven't looked. At uh, it. Talk I about Mosman. Mosman just Mosman. Let's Moseman talk about is, Stank. It, <laughs> well, I have one question on Mosman. Is he going to get a win this year? I don't know. <sighs> he needs great to. question. But do you think he's going to? I think he has to. Okay, but he has to. But do you think he's going to? If you were to put any any like five bucks down, would you bet on it? I'd bet five bucks. Okay. All right. See. Yeah, I'd bet five. Okay. Like I'd bet five on him. As long him. as they don't. Put, actually, I think they need to put those method wheels back on, so everybody's <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, no, that got a whole shit storm on the whole. Uh, a lot of people were God, talking about that. So ugly. They were very up and down. There was a lot of people I saw that did not like them. Yeah, I thought they were pretty ugly. Um, yeah. Are, anything else on Moseman? You no, think he could get to win? No. It's it's same Moseman, different year in my opinion. Looks really good in the heat race, but he always looks good in heat races. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong though. 
again, it's like the guys in the 450 class. Some of these dudes are going to have to figure it out and get a win. Okay. Like just law of averages. Somebody's going to have to win. Okay. And then at that point, it turns into do they continue to win and it clicks them into that next gear or do they not? And they're, yeah, I don't know if that's where I'm waiting to see for Moseman. I want to see the first one and then maybe it'll click. See, we always, you you always like to bring this up talking about like getting rides and this and that. Moseman eventually is not going to keep getting rides if he keeps riding. Yeah, not the way he's right. Well, he will, but it'll end up like, but he doesn't have a, but he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a supercross or outdoor win. I know. I'm just, that's why I'm saying, I get what you're saying, but like we, I don't know. It just bugs me when you look at Mosbin and everybody hypes him up, but yet he doesn't have a win. What about March Banks looking like he needed a hot dog out there? He is. I'm out on March Banks and I've been out on Gip for a while. Adkins, er, Addison's, Addison's I think, is still flaring at points. His what? At, he has Addison's, Addison's disease. disease, which is like, which is like, uh, what's it called? I've, yeah, dude, it really is. Addison Ray? Yeah. <laughs> no, that yes. Addison's disease, it's actually it's not as he wishes he had that disease. It's not as, as intense as EBV, but it definitely like it's a long term thing. Like it, it doesn't just go away. Yeah. So oh, that's a maybe problem. that's what it was in. That's why Maybe he, he should quit being so cocky. All that's right, so what do you want to talk about, Thrasher? No, I just want to hear you bullshit. What do you mean you want to hear me bullshit? Dude, okay, can, you can we talk me... about the dirt ass of the industry that is stank? No, we're gonna get into that in a second. Oh, we're, oh. Oh, I don't. Ugh. I want to talk. About I got a lot of things I to talk, to talk about. about th- I want to talk about Thrasher first. Okay, so you can't give this kid any credit at all. You just can't. Like you're what talking you about, he's not going to get a for? rot. He got fifth last night, dude, and okay, you were just great. like the whole time. Oh, 10 through twelve. He, he got, got fifth, and he caught and passed everybody he, he, that he needed. Yeah, to pass. he worked his way into fifth too. Great, he got a fifth place. So you're talking about? Oh, he needs a win to not have. A, dude, I totally disagree with you. Talk about he won't have a ride next year. There's he no signed f- a two year deal, and even if he doesn't get a win, that kid is going to keep continuing to get a ride. First off, a two-year deal on Star Yamaha means absolutely nothing if you don't perform. All right, so I got I got two things to say because is this, Bobby Reagan on this pod? I know, right? Uh, so I got two things to say you about this. Call him? He's a big him. star guy. We could call him. Uh, I am. I'm Blue Crew. All right, so I I got inside, you got his number. I got the inside line, bro. So I'll, you got his number. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two two things about Thrasher. Two things. All right, so one, everybody likes to talk about last year the Speedway wins. Oh, their Speedway wins this and that. And I'm gonna tell you that yes, the perception after he won those races is oh he can win. You know, closer to outdoor tracks, but can he win a real Supercross race, whether it's a football stadium, baseball field? Maybe, maybe not. We don't really know. But all this, everybody, oh, they don't mean as much as this and that. That's total bullshit. All those teams, Star, love those two wins just as much as if you're at a fucking in St. Louis or Orlando. And to say that just because they're speedway tracks, that you're basically saying every time somebody who wins a Daytona doesn't mean diddly dick squat. Go tell that to RC. So that means Eli Tomax. a fucking Yeah, and that means go tell Justin Brayton after the one and only Supercross win that he got doesn't mean anything. Okay. First off, doesn't mean diddly dick squat is an excessive exaggeration of what I'm saying. Excessive. No, okay. Maybe not you, but there are people out there. Second off, these speedway races are weird, but they still count as just as much. I am not the only talking pundit in the industry talking about this. And as I said earlier, I could probably go back and find audio files from us from last year of you being on the same team of him and Fry are going to get fucking fired because they're I not doing shit. Jarrett Fry, yes, but I've been on the Thrasher bandwagon for a while now, so I don't think so. I'm here to tell you, if fifth is the best he does this year, he's going to be under Reagan's radar for the next season here. of fix your shit and get on the box or you're going to be at the fuck out. Here's why I'll tell you you're wrong. Okay, and, I've <laughs> said, and here's why I'll tell you you're wrong. Not every person that is signed to a factory team is expected to win. They're not, not every person that's signed to a factory team is, but Star Yamaha is not a factory team. Hold on. 
Yeah, well, your owner's got a lot of fucking money, and he's paid a lot for a lot of people. I don't think that that's uh, there's the issue. no way in hell he looked at Jared Fry. Or I don't even think he looks at Deegan. So, like so you okay, can win. so so listen though. Let me just hear me out. Just don't don't say anything. Just let me let me give my point. And I've said this to you a million times. Not every person that is hired to a team is expected to win. Everybody has their role, just like with stick and ball sports. Yeah. Yes, would your team owner and team manager like you to win? Of course, you're getting paid to do a job, but only so many people can win. So when you have guys like Christian Craig, Jeremy Martin, and obviously they're hurt, but if they weren't, Jay Coop and Colt Nichols, mm-hmm. when those guys are on your team, you not winning is not as big of a deal. You getting fifth, sixth, or whatever, when they're winning races, winning championships, it takes pressure off you. Now say maybe two, three years down the road, the narrative might Yeah, change. because if you're sure. the number one guy on the team, if you're the guy and everybody's gone, then yes, but we know that he's not. It goes them, him, and then Kitchen because Kitchen's a rookie in Supercross. So now to my next thing on that, on that topic – Look at all the dudes that are right now active in the 250 class, and we'll go through who has one, even just one Supercross win. Husky, Jaleek Swole, Styles Robinson. We know they sure as shit don't have a win. Does RJ have one? And if he does, it's one. Okay, but, but I'm not. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. KTM, Max Boland, doesn't have a fucking win, and everybody's like, oh, he's a rookie season. Nate Thrasher's rookie season was last year, and everybody forgets him and Max Boland are pretty much the same age, if not the same age. Max Boland doesn't have a win. We'll not talk about the Suzuki team because, unfortunately, that's just whatever. Then we go to Club MX. Garrett Marchbanks has a win. Oh, what is his win? Daytona. All right. So then we go to the Cowie team. He's the same way. And I said on the Cooksey show, he won one-off weirdo race there at Daytona, which is great. However, it, but he's the he's, main guy he's on won his a team, speedway. But he's the main guy on his team, Okay, though. great. But the club, what Club MX expects out of their dudes is completely different than Star. But he is the main dude. He is getting paid the most amount of money on Star, that team. Star is not... Paying dudes to get okay, fifth hold, to tenth hold on, place. Hold on. All right. So you go to Cowie. No matter what. You go to Cowie. The only way you get that is if you is if you are is if you are a rookie signed to a multiple year deal. Okay. So last year, him getting fifth to tenth place. I mean, dude, look at Fry last year. Fry didn't even sniff a podium though. Thrasher got two wins. That takes a lot of alleviation off you. Hold so, on. All right. Let me go. Let me go. Kawasaki. <laughs> Joe's got one win. Yep. McAdoo has what? Two, three, and that all came last year. So what? Yep. Maybe two, maybe three. Seth Amaker, rookie, got one win. Fortner, we know, has a bunch of wins, but hasn't been able to stay healthy. Jet Reynolds is a rookie. Then we go to Honda. Hunter's got one. Jet's up to four or five right now, right? Mm-hmm. Four, five. Yeah, okay, but Jet's not. Date Thrasher and Jet Lawrence are not the same person. Then you go to Star. Christian Craig, J Mart, J Coop, Colt Nichols all have wins, championships, or whatever. Levi Kitchen's a rookie. You start saying that Thrasher has to win all the time, and then you start saying that those dudes don't win. Do you really think Bobby Regan's going to fucking fire Colt Nichols and Justin Cooper because they don't win? Not every dude on your team can win. So you go through all those dudes. Guess what? The only two guys, the only other dude that has a win in the 250 class is Jordan Smith. But all those dudes that have wins, guess what? None of them won the rookie year. Nate Thrasher and Seth fucking Hamaker are the only two dudes out of active 250 guys that won a Supercross race their rookie year. I understand what you're saying, but, dude, you you have to remember, yes, Bobby Regan pays you to win, but when you have four other studs on your team, you not winning is not that big of a deal to him. Until down the road. Until uh, down okay. the road. And two, three him years down, yes. But Jarrett Fry, he, put him, he needed to be a second-tier guy. And Jarrett Fry rode like a third tier guy. That's why he outdoors, got axed. Outdoors was different, but Supercross, yes. Outdoors, he was like eight to twelve. Supercross, he was terrible. And I like Jarrett Fry, but he was terrible in Supercross. Here, here's what I'm saying about Thrasher: If he does not get on the podium this year, the pressure's on next year for him. Coming from who's go- who's going to replace him? Bobby Reagan. Who's going to replace him? You're going to tell me that they're going to put more emphasis on Nick Romano and Hayden Deegan 
guys that we don't know what they're going to do, but then you're going to take away a guy that won two Supercross races? Yes. There's no way. There's yes. no fuck no. Who Bobby Reagan. Bobby, Bobby Reagan will 100% Who are they going to grab? But he he is. He is. You can come in. Your rookie year is okay. Your second year, as long as you've got guys lined up like they do this year. Why is Jeremy stuck? Martin not fired yet then? Jeremy Travis Martin, is over here talking like him and Bobby Reagan have coffee Jeremy Martin has, what, three fucking outdoor titles? Like, he you're has, trying to so compare a kid who's won two now races. I'm the, now I'm the one that's going from you're outdoor. Trying, you're you're, trying we're not to talking about outdoors. We're talking about Supercross. You're Supercross. trying to compare a guy. We're talking about Supercross. Okay. You like to talk about Jeremy Martin and Supercross. Has Jeremy Martin won a Supercross race? Two. Maybe. He's won two. Okay. Two or three. Right. Okay. Right. And how long has he been? And this is coming from a J-Mart huge holder. Two wins and three outdoor titles. The outdoor titles don't matter. We're not talking about outdoors. We're talking about Supercross. Did Jeremy Martin even complete one race last year? No. My no. point exactly. You're like the one who likes to dog on J-Mart all the time in Supercross. Yep. So right now, if we were to compare their Supercross in the last year. Which is actually super ironic who's because got, J-Mart has one star, three outdoor titles. Two. We're not talking two? about outdoors. Three. Has he won three? No, it's two. two. We're not talking about outdoors. We're talking about Supercross. I'm just saying, you're asking me why do I think J-Mart will keep his job on that team? J-Mart's won two So you mean you mean to that. tell me that if he keeps not finishing Supercross seasons, but yet you have Nate Thrasher who maybe squeaks out a win or another win, has two wins, whatever, and then Jeremy Martin continues to just not make it through a Supercross okay, season. So, like, and he didn't even win the outdoor title last year. No, no. No, he didn't. So here's what, so here's what I'm saying. If Thrasher doesn't sniff a podium this year, okay, he's got two wins last year. Comes back this year, sophomore year, should be better, mm-hmm. right? But and he so far, he's already been better. He's already been better. He's already he, been better. But he doesn't sniff a podium at all, okay? Fifth is sniffing. The pressure, is. The, pressure is sniffing. the pressure, will be on next year. Maybe not sniffing, but and he's scratching. And then if he doesn't perform next year because now he's got pressure on him, then yeah, I think he's out. How is he of, okay? out of star? Okay, so if everybody on the star team is off the 250s, how is it going to – How you think he's just going to let him go? What do you mean? If Christian Craig is not on the 250 – if Christian Craig, Jeremy Martin, Jay Coop, and Colton Nichols – They are all, all move up. If they all move up or whenever that happens, you really think that Bobby Regan is going to let a dude go and Nate Thrasher, who has two Supercross wins, can get top fives. We know he can be top ten pretty much every race You think outdoors. they're going to fire him and hire a Mumford or an unproven LeBlanc or yeah, somebody like that? Fucking Matt LeBlanc, I hate to say this, but Matt LeBlanc won't be on a Star Factory team. He's going to get axed after amateurs next year. So then that leaves Romano and Hayden Deegan. And Hayden Deegan, let's be honest, is going to be the biggest question mark to ever come out of an amateur racing program. And he ain't even under contract. And Romano, Romano, I think, will be good. So then that leaves Nate Thrasher, Hayden Deegan, Nick Romano, and Levi Kitchen. And we don't even know what Levi's going to do. And this is coming from, once again, a guy who supports Levi Kitchen. And they can't, you know, think they can sign someone else from a different team. All the dudes are moving up. Who are they going to get? Who are they going to get? I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. And see, this is why I don't agree I don't know the amateurs and I don't know how, I don't know the contracts as well in the 250s. Well, Chance Thomas has already signed to a factory deal with Honda and Ryder D is going to Pro Circuit. Yeah, he's not leaving that. So so who are they going to grab? You think they're going to grab Mumford over a guy who won races? I don't know. This is why I totally disagree with you. Is that a joke? They bring these kids in all the fucking time who have never won a fucking Supercross and ask people. (laughs) Nate Thrasher won one. Two. They do this all the fucking time, and you think this is a like this is a weird comment and this coming is, from me? It's not weird, but this is why I totally disagree with you because your logic doesn't make sense. You're what do you t- mean my logic doesn't make sense? It, because, I, uh, I Alex sense. Martin has won outdoor races and podiumed fucking 250 Supercrosses. How many years and ago was that? None of these teams have signed him in 250s. How many years ago was that? When was the last time he was relevant? Ago. 2018? So, so, 2018. So again, I'll ask you, if he doesn't get a podium this year and then next year starts to fucking really spiral because he's fine, he's actually got pressure on him because he's supposed to be one of the guys, 
then all of a sudden everything's just cool. Like so, it's so cool. You're He's talking, not performing. Now you're talking future tense. You're talking three years down the road. Yeah, now. I'm talking about right now. A fifth already. What was his best fin? What his he didn't even sniff uh, the top five. I think he was sniffing top five until Derek Kelly fucking squitted. Yeah, exactly. So my point is, is that he's fine. Bobby Regan does not expect fine. him to win. I think he's fine. He doesn't expect him to win, dude. Like, there's no I think way. He's fine. You, we under we know how Bobby Regan is. You can't tell me that you think that Bobby Regan expects Nate Thrasher to win when he has four studs. But I get what you're saying. Maybe two years down the road, he yes. won't be fine. But if right the, now, he's fine. If you tell me that Nate Thrasher, Levi Kitchen, Hayden Deegan, and Nick Romano, that's the four team, then yes. Nate Thrasher is going to be expected to win championships and win all the fucking time. Yeah. Two years down du- the road. But when you have four dudes that are proven winners. Wait, so you think I'm saying that like after this year, he's going to be off? Didn't you say that in the text last night? You were saying something about yeah, how if like, he doesn't win, he's, he's off a done all this shit. And I, I was like, dude, he's got a two-year deal. Yeah, I thought you said last <laughs> night that if he doesn't win a race, he's going to be off the team next year. I don't know. That's why I'm so fired up, because well, I don't agree with that at we'll all. We'll have to look at that. We I bet call 95% Kev. of the people listening are on our side of the boat. We got to call Kev here. Dude, it's good. Fifth is good. Caught and pass Freezy. Actually dropped Freezy. Oh. Fifth would be good on any team that's not Star Yamaha. No. Because Star Yamaha is a fucking team of champions. Yeah, guys that are they're already there. <laughs> Yo, what up? Yo, Kevin Morans, welcome to the Moto Aftermath Show. Kevin Morans, brought to you by the Dirt Bike Depot. Need some new moto gear but don't want to pay those expensive retail prices? Shop the Dirt Bike Depot for all your moto gear needs. Gear sets, boots, helmets, goggles, and more. They specialize in athlete-only boots as well as tons more items. That you, can, that you can't buy in stores. Follow them on Insta at the Dirt Bike Depot and DM them with any questions you may have. Ain't that right, Kev? Man. Bro. Max better be happy about that. That was a solid little sponsor Don't plug. Ever have I know. I know. Can you text him and be like, yo, bro, the sponsor plug Travis just threw to you was fucking awesome and make sure he gets those hats because I really need those I hats. Mean, <laughs> I was wildly, wildly impressed until you stumbled there in a little bit and then you stuttered a little bit, but that was pretty wow. good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coming off a heated debate with uh, with oh, the two guys about Nate Thrasher and when he's going to get axed from Star Yamaha. And uh, yeah, so... Well, let's ask Kev. Let's see what he thinks. Okay, Kev. So we got Nate Thrasher wins two weirdo... I'm not going through everything I just said before. I'm not asking you to go through everything. He wins two weirdo... Um, still Supercross wins. Uh, Atlanta rounds okay, last year. Continue. He wins. Yes. He, sorry, I had my phone was ringing with someone else too. Uh, he wins two weirdo Atlanta rounds last year. Outside of that, before he wins those two races, everyone in the industry is talking about him and Fry getting axed from fucking Star Yamaha rookie year. Yeah, and now this year he comes out and he gets he crashes and works his way to what tenth, twelfth last week. What was it? 12th? Derek, he was passing for 10th when Derek Kelly squitted out in front of him. Yeah, but what did he finish? 12th? I think so. Oh, so he finishes 12th at A1, and then last night gets another, like, eh, start and works his way to 5th. Um, these two seem to think that, like, Star Yamaha and Bobby Reagan are going to be totally cool with finishes like that. No problem. They have no one else possibly they could get. I think that if he doesn't start putting some shit together and sniff some podiums this year and then the pressure mounts next year, and he really starts to fucking flounder that he'll be off come the end of next year. He just year. completely changes argument. I did not. That's us. the same argument I've been making with okay. you two clowns. You guys just don't listen to what comes out of my mouth. I know how, Now you know how I feel when you talk. So anyway, Kev, how long <laughs> yes. do you think Nate Thrasher can go without getting podiums before he gets axed from Keep fucking... How many years? Two Supercross wins his rookie year. How many years here? I don't know, man. I mean, 
I mean, if he gets fifth, it's not terrible. Thank not you. great, but it's not Thank terrible. You. Thank you. What is star? So, like, what do you think Star Yamaha expects out of keep their in mind, guys? Jeremy Martin, they, keep Justin in mind. Cooper, Colt Nichols. Right. Okay. Thank you. Keep Thank in mind, you. Jeremy Martin, no, Justin no, Cooper, Colt Nichols. Right, so shut up. Didn't he just two seconds ago he's say that? Definitely. He's definitely the weakest link on the team, probably. But I mean, they have three other wildly legit guys. Oh, see, we're right too. Good. <laughs> Glad this conversation's over with. Let's talk about Kev's. Night. All right, so Kev, your night. Um, let's talk about that. God. What happened? How we feeling? Where are we going moving forward? Um, feeling. Uh, so like, I don't know how much Sater was like kind of keeping the loop with what we had going on during the day, but uh, yeah, obviously I didn't ride at all last week. Um, just because of the shoulder situation, uh, couldn't really. I mean, I attempted the LCQ at A one. Bars were completely tweaked. We just didn't have time to get everything fixed up that we needed to get fixed up because I obviously ate it pretty good. Um, that being said, didn't ride it all this week. Came into this uh, this last round. We got some therapy stuff and whatnot. Some, I don't know, like massage cupping and just got my shoulder readjusted and just like all sorts of everything. Just trying to do everything we could to get myself to the point where I could ride a dirt bike. And didn't touch a dirt bike until we got to Oakland jumped on board and didn't feel too bad but i knew that if i was gonna get if i got whiskey anywhere or like came up short on something it probably wasn't gonna be super good so slightly cautious in qualifying and then felt really good in the last qualifying session um jumped out to another whole shot and led for a couple laps and on the second lap my second fast lap uh the whoops were getting really sketchy because it's like right when um roxon and went down and i think um uh, Sexton went down to the exact same spot, right? Because then he hit hit him or something like that. Yeah, he used uh, Kenny's forehead as a as, as a wolf. Yes, yeah. correct. So, long story short, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So, long story short, on that lap, I was trying to jump through the loops on the second lap, second quality session, and uh, last three loops, I went to triple out. And my front tire went over the third whoop. So my front end went down when I was expecting it to go up. So it re-yanked my shoulder. And I finished that lap because I had that one, two, row section and then another set of whoops right after it. And immediately pulled off and just went over to Chris and was like, yep, we're done. Like, there's no way I'm doing another lap. I was honestly kind of worried because I didn't know how bad I had just pulled it again. Um, but I was like, you know, regardless – I'm not going to do another, try to do another fast lap. Like we're just going to save everything we have for the races. So that's what we did. Um, we came out in the heat race and got another Kevin type start. So it was like fifth on the first lap. And then obviously just faded a little bit, <clears throat> been a little bit under the weather all week. Just been not feeling good, packing shit up, little stuff like that. Um, so when I got out to the, I mean, LCQ, obviously, you know, me with stars, I was like, I, right, we got this. And, uh, so jumped out to a whole shot led, I don't know, a lap or so like that. And just kind of fought around with it and then just tuckered out really quick. So I think that probably has to do with me being a little bit under the weather, but, uh, yeah, other than that, man, I mean, not at all what we want considering I got a whole shot and was leading the LCQ. It should have been a main event, but considering what I went through last weekend, considering I'm, slightly under the weather and the shoulder does not feel great um i'm not satisfied with it but i'm happy with it that we got our laps in let's put it that way something to build off of 
Yeah, I was gonna say I was I had to go back and watch to see where you started uh, for the heat because I was I like missed you on the start there. I was like, shit, where was he? Um, so six sixth place in your heat, and then whole shot in the LCQ, and I was like, oh yeah, here we go. And then you started fading. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy, this is getting yeah. sketchy. So <clears throat> yeah, I've been yeah, I had to put that a little bit towards feeling under the weather, and then yeah, just I mean, I mean, I didn't ride at all last week, obviously slightly timid with the shoulder so not terrible uh but it's a good good spot to be at compared to where we were last week that's all i gotta say yeah so uh, i just have to be realistic with it i mean obviously nobody wants to go home after the lcq but considering where i was and that's a good little stepping stone so let's just let's just do mains from here on out how about that well hey considering how stacked this field is and looking at the people in the lcqs and stuff i mean Dude, it is what it is at this point, especially because we don't seem to be having a big attrition rate in the 450 class to even eliminate some of these guys. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's wild <laughs> at this point. So, um, so are you still you're staying in California again this week? Then, yep, yep. Back Indeed. back in the SoCal. Are you gonna try to ride this week, or you're just uh, you're just um, hanging out rehabbing the shoulder? I don't really know. Um, we do kind of plan on, or I'm going to get an MRI on my shoulder tomorrow. Okay. Um, just to kind of see what's going on, to kind of get at least an idea. But I mean, regardless of what comes back, it's not like I'm getting anything done considering I just rode pretty decent yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's more or less just to see what's going on. Uh, that way I can have peace of mind if I'm just being a little weenie about it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just kind of go from there and just keep building because even if something is goofy like it's not gonna i'm not there's no point if i rode the way i rode yesterday and it's gonna just continue to get better when i don't feel like crap too then uh and yeah we're just gonna keep tro- trucking with it kev maybe you've already addressed this but are you riding the 250 on the east coast or no no okay i was just wondering at least as of right now no i mean i could oh well, i freaking wish i was in the 250 class right now to be really honest but i know that the uh the east the second region or whatever is going to be pretty. Oh, it's still. I think it's going to. I think it's going to be deeper. Yeah. So, um, if we're close in the 450 right now, I, I'm just going to ride it out on the 450. Okay. Yeah, because I, I like don't, it. I do too. I just didn't know if you'd already addressed that or not. Maybe I didn't hear it. Or uh, I mean, to say I think I'm race day live too. Like it was Dan Hubbard or Daniel Blair. I told you Dan Hubbard's got a bone. He's got a yeah. boner for Kev. So it's yeah, <laughs> said that said that you were riding East Coast. I was like, wait a minute. I was, I was like, like, I don't like remember hold that. the phone. I was like, here. wait a minute. When did that happen? We got a pretty good relationship. I haven't heard this yet. Well, the only reason I ask is that because I remember Kev made a video. I think it was right before he went back to California, and you had said something at the beginning of the video about still having your 250 and maybe, you know, maybe doing some East Coast rounds or something. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what you said. No, as of right now, full 450. Okay. Okay. So the pit bike looks good. Dude, I know it came out really, really good. I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't even, I wasn't even expecting to get those orange classics. I just sent them with it. I was like, okay, this is gonna be sick. Sweet. Patreon numbers yeah, going no. up or Patreon what? Patreon numbers. Patreon. Huge. Yeah, dog. <laughs> we're 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 on the rise. Let's put it that way. So, so uh, yeah. So you did see some feedback. You did see some increase because of the pit bike. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I need to get a little bit. That's cool. I'm, dude, I, Literally, I've, <laughs> I always come into the season expecting to do so much, and then I just have 12 things that end up happening or things I have to get on top of, like all my bike work. I had mm-hmm. to 
we swapped out uh, some parts on the race bike as soon as I got here. Obviously, I had to put together the Concept 2 spin bike. That way I got something to warm up on. I put together the um, pit bike because that was in a crate. Then I had to change bars and levers on the bike. I had to change a subframe on the bike because all that stuff was been up from A1. Plus all the other stuff that I have going on. Like I, I haven't been able to make as many videos as I want to uh, promote one, the sponsors, and two, just like what I have going on with the Patreon. Like I haven't been able to fully explain that yet. So, uh, yeah, been a little bit slacking, but it's not, uh, not a lack of effort. It's just I've had a lot of other stuff going on that have to be done for me to race. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of this this week was, was doctor's visits, massage, you know, going to the, the shoulder guy, getting taped up, having him scrape it out and stretch it out and just do whatever we could to get to be able to race this weekend. Are you, um, do you have a deal with like concept two where you're getting this stuff or whatever, or are you getting a deal on it or you're just using it or looking for the hookup? Um, oh, kind of just I'm using just it. Like I, I like the products. It's not like I'm like, don't, I don't want anybody thinking I can get that stuff for free. It's not free. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, no, I have a pretty good relationship with them and they, they try to help where they can, but yeah, there's, it's nothing, nothing crazy, but I do, I do just like the the stats that come with like one it's it's in our industry i have that all all the equipment at my house too and i like how you have it has your time how many meters you're going how fat like it's got a lot of information on it that i like yeah that's that's why i was asking because i knew you had it all at the gym at your house too and everything and i was like man i don't he i've never asked him if he's got like the actual hookup with that or not so no not really are you on uh, equipment a rower bicycle. Have you messed with the, the skier G or whatever yet? Skier? You got one of those? Yeah. Yeah, I have one of those at house. I have a rowing machine, skier, and biker at the house. Mm-hmm. And then I just got a biker to uh, warm up on at the races. The, the ski looks gnarly. Yeah, I want to try one of yeah, those. Yeah, I love the ski. Yeah. He's a GoPro athlete now, too. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. Big that throws time. my Insta360 yeah, thing out the window. Business, business, business. Business, business, business. Yeah, dude. Um, you know me, I work the angles. <laughs> hey man, well, well, speaking of working the angles, um, when are we going to see the stank dog approach from Kev? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, what, the two-stroke approach? Did you see what he put on his story and telling everybody to F off and all that good stuff? Oh yeah, I saw that. I thought it was wildly uh, entertaining. But I don't think, Kev, I think that was a uh, camera. I don't think that was a very good look for him. Really? His whole look is not a good look for him. I don't care. I think that was a little over the line. Yeah, yeah that's just Jared Stanky. He's been that's, doing that since Honestly, the that's cross. just his vibe though. Like that's yeah. that's stank dog for you. Like that if I if Kevin made that kind of video, boy, that's he's losing some sponsors yeah. over that. I cannot get Kev to talk like that when we're off the record, let alone when yeah, I was we're about to say Kevin swearing on, on camera will never yeah. happen. <laughs> but I mean Ever. I guess I see it from both sides though. He like shit talked pulp and now there's like this beef and everybody's talking about it. So maybe it was creative. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Sure. So um okay anything else for kev here because i know he's oh uh i got one question how do you like the new 2022 uh like 450 yeah i mean it's the same as the 2019 2020 2021 like they're all the same okay uh it'll be it'll be completely different next year because like obviously like the the factory boys are on the newer bike yeah 23 or i guess 2022 and a half whatever you want to call it so uh i don't know same bike that i've been riding so i like it 
Sweet. Yeah, right. that thing hasn't changed in years. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know, man. I was just trying to <laughs> fill something to talk about. Fucking Travis didn't have nothing. You didn't have nothing. Get off my ass, guys. <laughs> look, the, look, the yeah. Kev interviews are really long, like when we haven't talked to him in a while or when like something really crazy happens in the race. But last night was just kind of like a, you know, a so-so night for him. And we've well, been talking. Yeah, we talked to him last week and got all the major are you, stuff Are you telling me that you're just bored of him getting starts? I am not bored of him <laughs> at all. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I remember last year we were talking that there were bonuses involved for LCQ hole shots and possibly heat race hole shots. Where, where are we? Are we still on that program or what? Um, oh, I'm gonna on have to check. Go. I'm gonna have to check the AMA stats as to making sure <laughs> see if you actually got the hole shot because you probably didn't. It was probably somebody else. Um, oh, like the LCQ, <laughs> there's nobody that got the whole shot over me. I, Let's negotiate a deal right I'm now. Gonna, I'm going to have to check the AMA uh, results sheet to see if you actually got the whole shot. And then we can talk. I might have a nice shiny quarter or something in my pocket. Sounds like a I real liberal you. conversation right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Look, he got he gets his yeah. bonus every single month this year. He you really, the you know, price have you noticed me. that he really likes to put that in every time Kev's on the phone, just to like <laughs> reassure Kev that he pays him. <laughs> I, oh, do, yeah. I do. <laughs> every <laughs> every yeah. month, it, I see it, it on my credit card. Hey man, all I know, is, all I know is yet, so. all I know is is that uh, that that logo looks real good on that canopy. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, did you sit in front of the logo for the vlog? talking this week also because at some point i think so i there, don't know though there might be there it. might be some bonuses involved at the end of the year if every single supercross vlog you're sitting in front of the logo while you're talking Ooh, well you best figure that out quick so we can make it happen <laughs> yeah another round's up this weekend, yeah that's bro. like the easiest money that kid will ever make because i because <laughs> i watch, I watch Yo, Kev, how do you make week. easy how do you make some money just sit in front of this logo every time you're on camera because i done. i watched done. that vlog last week and justin even texted me was like bro that logo looks sick on that canopy and he yeah. sat in front you know of what it that was that was the that whole was. time and i was like i know that was his I justin barsha that was table. yeah that was <laughs> so yeah, dude, the the videos on YouTube have been doing pretty good. They I look know, good. I like them. They look good. Sater be killing it. Sater is killing it. AKA Clutch Media. He is, but I need him to get yours done a little. I need you to tone it down on wow. yours a little bit so wow. I can get he's, mine he's coming in a clutch. little earlier. He's coming, coming he's in clutch. Oh God. <laughs> look, are you <laughs> coming in clutch? <laughs> coming in clutch. Is he? We we do have a question. Is he? Uh, is he staying in California with you too, or is he flying back and forth yeah. to Florida? Um, so our original goal was to have him come out, stay for a race, stay for that week, stay the next race, then go home, then come back. So he'll go home every other race kind of thing. Oh, okay. But, uh, we're actually getting ready to cancel his flight back just cause traveling all the way back to Florida for two and a half days with chances <laughs> of COVID and stuff like that down there. And I know some, uh, <clears throat> some people down there that he knows kind of has it and whatnot. So he's probably just going to chill out here just to be a safer call be a little bit easier on him too yeah has he um so i've talked i asked him if he got a press pass and he he told me no was there no. any sort of conversation as to oh if you get to this or something you'll get one or they were just like no and that was the end of the combo they're pretty much like no okay to be honest it's normal okay great cool yep. awesome well don't worry sean brennan i know you're listening right now so hey bro <laughs> i need he creeps. So he hey, bro. Creep, but uh, I need to. Uh, I need to have a chat with you because we need to talk about press passes and all sorts of shit. Because there's some bullshit going on here. So you want to just go find him at the first race? Where is that? Is what you're getting at? Dude, if I see him, I will walk up and talk to him. 
I know you will. I will <laughs> there will be no hesitation. I will be in the middle of trying to do something and beeline. In fact, if I go to like either Dallas or Minneapolis, whatever, how, wherever I end up, I, like I'm gonna tell Darkside and be like, "Yo, can you get uh, Sean Brennan to come talk to me while I'm?" Is this gonna be a Jamie? Civil? Is this gonna be yeah, Jamie? Darkside. This is gonna be a civil conversation. Probably the, not. It depends. How he reacts to me. I'm gonna tell you right now. That starts, it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna set the scene right now. I'll tell you right now. If that goes south, one and then Sean Brennan finds out. Whoa, said person on the phone that you're helping. You're not gonna get a phone call back from Kevin Morans. One little shitty. <laughs> one little shitty. <laughs> yeah, you gotta from think him. of what the domino effect. Yeah, might man, happen. this is a domino effect, bro. Your your guy on the phone right now. Look, I don't represent anyone but myself, and one wow. shitty comment will light me up. Wow. So we'll see. Wow, we'll see. You hear that? Just that noise in the background. We are no the talking. private. We are the privateers. That's podcast kept going. I'm rethinking here. all of this. The right privateers now. podcast. But you're gonna go to say something to Sean Brennan and possibly bone. Look, we can I'm say something to Davey, anybody. We can I say something to represent Davey myself. <laughs> I do not represent <laughs> Kevin Moran's or Moran's Racing or anybody else. No, but he has our the, logo on the side of his bike. I represent the Moto Aftermath show. Which Kevin what is also Fel, represents. What is Fel going to fucking do? Look, they Are love they going to make him put a fucking piece of tape over my fucking logo like they did with Dan Blazarian's logo? Oh, he's fired up. Look, oh, I'm that, real fired up. Look, like, look, bro. Kevin, he's got he's got a logo on the side. Like, they don't want... We, they love Kevin. We don't like, want hey, Kevin. Dude, they don't, don't want worry. them to lock like Kevin don't worry. anymore. Bam TV can get a fucking press pass to Are be on the fucking a- floor. But hey, but the privateers who aren't making any fucking money to start with off your fucking series, they can't do that. Their film guy, hey, Kevin, who, is, you doing right now, who buddy? is a what are you proven doing? professional, Kevin, what are you doing he right? cannot get a fucking press pass to get on the fucking floor <laughs> to get some fucking shots for the fucking <laughs> vlog for the fucking privateer who needs to make some fucking money so we can make your fucking series go. Hey, Kevin, what are you doing? Kevin, how was your breakfast? What are you doing exactly right now, Fired up now. Kevin, what are you doing exactly right now, bud? I heard a blinker. He's I heard a blinker. Are you, turning, are you turning somewhere? <laughs> No, yeah, we're actually getting ready to get back, so I got to get out and uh, start unloading. So I'll probably have to let you yeah, that's go. Defi- that's <laughs> definitely, that was definitely just like the most cringy thing. No, no, no. We, I knew we only had a limited amount of time. He was like, bro, we got 20 minutes. Yeah, but we he sped this up real we, quick. No, no, he was like, we got 15 minutes. I was like, guys, we got to call him. We got to quit talking about Thrasher. All right, so Kevin Morans, thank you for joining us, sir. <laughs> have a, have a wonderful week in the fucking shithole we call California out there. Um, try to go to San Diego. San hey, ain't there bad. a tsunami coming? Yeah, try to stay above water because I heard there's a tsunami coming. So Fuck. if you see like Fakers. the water receding, do not go in the ocean. Run for the mountains, okay? Interesting. The mountains. Yeah, you better look into that. They're saying something about a tsunami about to yeah, hit. Yeah, vol- a volcano blew up. Like Where you this can see, you can see from? it from a fuck. Like they did a satellite Is this view. In China? No, it's uh, over in the Pacific somewhere, and you can see it from a satellite. I mean, it's like all of a sudden you see this boom, huge like cloud of smoke. And yeah, dude, it, there's a tsunami coming. It already hit uh, Australia. Good. I watched these dudes surfing They're earlier really on TikTok. Now. They're really down under. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> it might blow Hawaii right off the map. Oh, God, oh, man. Anyways. Anyway, right, Kev, good luck right. in San Diego, buddy. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you this week, man. All righty. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, guys. Yep. See you. Later. Kevin Moran's, everybody. I just want to let you everyone know. You can't compare this to BAM TV. That was cringy. I'm not comparing this. Okay, what I'm comparing, what I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is you got Bam TV, that motherfucker, which again is fine with he me. He earned his way to do it every week. I don't give a shit that you're giving him a press pass to be on the floor. Every single rider should be able to get a film guy. Now, do you have questions? Sure, you can have questions. You can ask these kids. You can filter this somewhat. I mean. 
you shouldn't pull a fucking nitwit kid out of high school who's never filmed anything but a high school play and put him on the floor of a supercross race to film supercross and just be like yeah this is fucking cool but when you have guys coming in who film supercross and motocross all the fucking time at local tracks they know how to cross a track they know how far to stay they know what to look for if somebody's going to get squirrely and fucking take them out and they're working for a privateer or multiple privateers like Sater is, and he can't get a press pass. Now, mind you, Kev's pulling down probably 10,000 views a week. Easy. Okay? Because his, vid- more than that his videos are pulling stuff. five or six, his new ones, on top of what his old videos are pulling. So, again, he's probably pulling down 10,000 views a week, which is, from what I understand, their requirement to be fucking press. Ten. But he can't get a fucking press pass. How hard did they try, though? You can go fuck yourselves. How hard did Which they try, Which makes you wonder uh, what their excuse for AJ, whoever he has, because his videos blow 10K out of the water. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. Like, why can't AJ's do... I mean, AJ's I mean, not racing right now, yeah, so but like, still, that's a like, different story. The whole, but my point is, is if the 10K is the standard, like... AJ blows that out in like the first three Well, I'm not 100% sure because heaven forbid they actually make a fucking set of... They're they're like the fucking AMA. Like, let's not make a set of rules and put it out there for people. But this is just what I've heard through the grapevine. The last thing I heard was 10K per week downloads for podcast people (laughs) or whatever. Because they kind of can do whatever they want. At this point, at least right now. Hey, I'll tell you what. We should just set our podcast in a foreign country and we get in for sure. No fucking problem. Because they'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. I know how to get a press pass for outdoors. That's easy. Well, outdoors is a complete... That's another... I can't get wound up about this. Okay, we need to take a break here, uh, reset stuff, um, and we will come back. We've got... Uh, I got to take a leak. I need I need another beverage. Wait until we get Grandal on the phone because me and him will get going, and this is going to be a fucking shit show here. I can tell you that Are right now. Are we cringing now. over here, you think? Who's cringing? This is going to be the best show ever. This was about as cringy as when we tried to get Kev to drink what is cringy about this? Because, man, like... Oh, clip that, because you can hear that. Oh, yeah, clip that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't... Uh, it's just, he ain't going to clip Kev it. Kev is 22 years old. He can have a fucking beer in the office. Yeah, but he doesn't want to be on camera doing it. That's fine. He's not on camera doing what it is right cr- now. What is cringy about this? Because, man, it's just... It's cringy because we all know all three of us sitting at this table, no matter how hard we rant and scream and all that shit... It ain't going to do anything It doesn't matter to Sean, Brandon, and Prater, and Gendro, and all them. They don't care. Now, maybe... Because Br- Brandon actually does creep in our shit. He's not lying about that, but it just, it's yeah, cringy. Yeah, no, I tracked him down in there. It's cringy because, like, we've had these conversations so many times before, and we just know where they ultimately lead, so it's, like, kind of like beating your fucking head against the table. And I I, just, and it could go negative, too, and if you're going to talk this much shit about him, then you might as well just go across the fence and decide that you're never coming back. I you know am, I, it does, it, it does, I, look, it does scare me a little bit, though, with Kev being, us being associated with Kev, that if we piss them off because Fell does like Kev, that they, because we know they can, it's not like that's beneath them. That's our whole issues. thing is we don't want it to turn into fucking Kind of like Kev. when Kev, when we had, when we I had, will sue the fuck out of them. Well, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, is I just don't want any problems for Kev. Like for us, if they give problems to us, we don't give a fuck. We, we can say whatever we want. Yeah. We can give it right back, but we just don't want it to be an issue for Kev. Kind of like when we had Here's Kev on thing. here for the show with Coach. We didn't. I get, I get fired up about this stuff, but I would very calmly have a conversation with any of these guys. Oh, I would. Davey too. Coombs. I would too. Sean Brennan. I'd love to have a conversation Prater, with Tim Cotter. Tim Cotter. I could punch him. In any the face. of these fucking dudes. <laughs> I would. I would I love I would to too. have them on the show. If any of them are listening and y'all want to be on the show, 
DM me on fucking Instagram. Prater would probably actually be the one guy that if somehow we did have him on here, we'd be actually able to have a conversation I would have... He seems to be pretty level-headed. Very calm conversations. But I have very, very specific questions Mm. about different media outlets and getting in there and stuff. Yes, we scare the shit out of them because we are not bought and paid for by anybody. We can say whatever the fuck we want Mm. to, and we will. Like, if you got some bullshit going on, I'll fucking call you out on it, which is what I'm doing right now with the whole media pass with the different filmers, okay? That's what's happening. You guys have this fucking, again, top-down bullshit, whatever the fuck you want to call it thing with not giving privateer people who are trying to make some money to fucking be able to come put on the show for you, which it's a show. I mean, it's a race. It's a sport. They but are it's the, a fucking show. And they are the ones that are making the money. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. if you don't want to do that, then fine. Let's cut it all out. Let's cut all the privateers, and we'll either give them their own series somewhere, and you can run 20 fucking factory dudes. GPs. Just like GPs, just like MotoGP, mm-hmm. just like Formula, Formula One. one. Yep. I think they tried to go too hard down the Monster Jam route as well, trying to own everything. And that's not like yeah. great and that bigger demo- monster. And that th- demographic is nothing like our demographic. Yeah. Like that's, we're not the same yeah, people But like El Toro Loco, Gravedigger. So Dennis Anderson busts his balls to build the Gravedigger name. Yeah. Feld owns the rights to all of it. Oh, yeah, I know. So, it, so we but could get, I could get Bree Mahan on here sometime, and we could hear Todd and that whole monster. Scooby Goo? Yeah, dude, me and Matt have known Bree for like Scooby Goo. Fun. 10 plus years. No, I'm being fun. serious. Does, like, she you, su- does she file Supercross too? Dude, she used to be, she had her WMA Pro card. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then drove like, a monster does, truck. I mean, yeah. we could do that. She yeah. does, she did the FCA camps too with like Shorty and all them. Oh, okay. Like, seriously, like, you guys ever want to have a conversation, like, talk about the Monster Jam not related to this podcast? I can. Monster Jam's legit. Like I'm being serious. Yeah, like, yeah no, cool. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like do, to talk monster gym. Yeah, we totally do that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, but yeah, but that I mean, that's just where I'm going. And like I said, I scream and shout on here and curse and everything else. Again, if any of these guys, Sean Brennan, I'm talking to you because I know you're listening. If you want to have a conversation, I would be more than happy to have a conversation with you. I will be very calm, no problem. You think he actually listens or just looks at social? I don't know. He probably we'll does a lot. Out. He probably does a lot of. A but lot hey, of everything. can you go in and clip this, and then we'll tag him in it? I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, awesome. okay. You got to put a good clickbait caption, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know why they don't ever talk. I know that Prater's the big dog. I don't know why they don't ever talk to Gendro because Gendro's brother Scott used to be used to race pro. I'll DM Prater too this week and see if he'll come on. I think that it, I, like, I think having Prater no. would actually like maybe he would have a civil conversation. Like, and it seems like every time he was on lat or during COVID thing, and they were trying to like bait him into saying something stupid every like. He's legit. Yeah, he's he seems like an okay. He seems like a good guy. And to be honest, compared to Davey. the MX Sports guys, <laughs> I have way less problems with the Feld guys. No, because it actually seems like they really actually want to try to grow this. Sport. Well, and Feld has overhead expenses, as we've talked about. Yes, with they have a lot of money with everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which this is the same path we've gone down a thousand times. We beat this horse to death. Like I said, we need to get off this. We need to take a break. Uh, We're going to be back on this when Grandal comes on. I was going to say, when we come back, we'll talk to Grandal, and then we will... we will cover the stank dog thing because we covered it a little bit, but we still have to cover that. on that because I didn't look at that bullshit. Stank dog, futures. (laughs) Oh, God. And the World Supercross Championship, which we didn't cover last show either. Fuck the futures. But we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So hold up. Commercial break. All right, and we're back. Second half of the show here. Waiting on our next guest, Mike Grandall, to be ready here. Um, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little stank dog action here. One two five. So stank dog making the main on the one two five oh, last night. Got a heat. whole. Oh. 
In the heat race. In the, out of the heat. I will say, though, as, as, impressive, as impressive as it was, God, he looked fucking slow. Oh, it was but terrible. That, but see, the thing, but though, Max is... Max Sanford couldn't catch him. But the, yeah. the funny thing, though, is, is that you look at that, and you're like, Jesus, dude, he just looks fucking slow. Like, his corner speed's terrible. Can't even step onto a table. It really makes you appreciate what Stu used to do back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like, I, don't, I know I'm not making a revelation statement there, but, like, anybody that did not grow up in that era, and you think, oh, like, you can't go fast on a 125, go back and watch James Stewart through 2002 to 2004. And then watch Jared Stink. And then watch Jared Stink, and you'd be like, am I watching a Dude, my pro thing rider, is- or am I watching a sea rider? My thing is, yeah, fucking cool. You made the main on a 125, right? Yep. Why are you walking around like you're fucking Carmichael, dude? And then you made three laps in the main and pulled off. Can I? And then called out the biggest media outlet that, yes, Steve can be a douche. Mm-hmm. But Steve literally said, yeah, I think he makes a main. And then shits on him like that. And then goes even further to insult him and call him a fat bastard. I'm going to be honest with you, man. And I know that probably a lot of people that watch this show or pretty much anybody will not like this, especially the casual fan. I don't like the whole Jared Stanky I don't thing. either. I don't like it. I, don't I understand that we like you have to I promote like it yourself. because it's a different character for the sport. And you're promoting yourself, and that's the way you can Correct. make money. Yep. But the old school moto dude in me screams every fucking time I see him. And I know. And like I said, we're in a day and age where social media is a big thing, so yes, I'm not yes. going to try to act like the get-off-my-lawn guy. You have to do things to promote, especially a guy in Stanky's, the way he is and the way he races and makes money. But, dude... At some point, though, the reason why you're never going to get real money is because, let's be real, you're not professional. Like, yeah, I imagine I, he probably I, makes... Yeah, I, I think he does decent. He probably does decent, especially for a privateer, and let's be honest, a guy that doesn't make mains a lot, even whether he's on a two-stroke or a four-stroke. But he, I think he could make even more money if he kept the same attitude, but then when it came down to business, he acted a little bit less like a fucking moron. Hey, bro, if you got, you a, don't weed, have to if you got a weed company, you're fine. I, yeah, but I, it's like the whole going to Instagram and, and dropping that whole thing. Like, I, I get it. You made the, those guys doubted you a little bit, but why don't you think back a little bit to where Steve took the time out of his day to shoot out a couple text messages here and there to get him into straight rhythm mm-hmm. and then in which he won. And then comes back three years later, Steve says something. Oh, he might make a main and then shits on him like that and looks like a complete douchebag. I look at Stanky the same way I look at the whole Ronnie Mac thing. Yeah. I'm not into it. I just don't. And and like I said, you can call, you can say, oh, that's the get off my lawn type attitude. But, dude, this I, is still. I, res- I respect the hustle. I mean, I he's do. built a cult following. Like, the people that follow Stank Dog die with Stank Dog. The problem, though, is is that the average fan that has never watched a Supercross race before, and then you see somebody like Jared Stanky and you see his fans and. Do not get my words twisted. I am not talking bad about his fans. I am not going down that road. No oh boy. Whoever you want. No. And there's here come the comments. You mean his there, whole fan base that's here at the, the comments out in no, Colorado? No, there's things that we will talk about, but I will never, I will never on camera go after a fan base. Because you are allowed to be fans with whatever type of person you want to be. That is not for me to critique. I can critique, talk about the rider, the fans. I'm not going to go down that road. I have nothing against his fans. But his attitude, though, like oh, the industry, they've screwed me, and I'm going to go off and do this and be weird and be all eccentric or whatever you want to call it. No, dude. The reason why the industry has never done anything for you because you've never done anything. The closest you ever got to a championship was an arena cross, Mm -hmm. and you were like fourth. 
Yeah. Jared Stanky's a good rider. And what he does on the 125, even making last night, just breaking it down in a basic form is impressive. Yeah. Especially in this day and age with how good 250Fs are. Yeah. Talk about Maxwell Sanford. Still on a tie loop bike. That bike's fucking fast. Like, they know how to produce horsepower yeah, on the tie loop. last year. Exactly. Too. Couldn't catch him. But, dude, the attitude, though, like, you still have to remember. That this. you're like a god. It is a yeah. business. And I just, I can't, every time I see him, I, I cringe. I just, I, I yeah, cringe. A little bit. It, so. it bothers me. All right, you boys ready for the next one here? Yep. All right, let's give him a call. Next up, we got former Geico Honda owner, Mr. Part owner. Part owner. Yep. Whatever. Mr. Mike Grandall. Brought to you by Alias Sport. CBD Chill Oil and CBD Pain Balm. Works great. We've all used a little bit of it. We all think it works awesome. Mm-hmm. My kid works on works on the knees and everything. So let's give... Let's give Mr. Mike Grandall I was wondering a call. Co-presented by Adept Creative. <laughs> Co by, <laughs> by a son. AdeptMX.com. Hey. Mr. Mike Grandall, how are you tonight, sir? I'm all right. How are you doing? Not bad. Welcome to uh, welcome to the Moto Aftermath show. You and I have uh, have chatted most before. Podcast. Yeah, we're the most uninformed podcast out there, in case you didn't know that. We know absolutely nothing oh, here. Oh, no, I knew it. You were supposed to send me some questions, and you didn't send them to me. We'll see. Oh. Mike. Oh. Mike, those are my co-host. Uh, Cole. Cole, say hi. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Cole, good to meet you. And then my other co-host, uh, Justin here. Justin, go ahead and say hi. How's it going, sir? Justin, how are you? You guys good, all dude. motocrosses? Oh, yeah. So, Okay, so funny oh story here, here Mike. Here we go. <laughs> so 2013, Loretta Lynn's. I was an alternate in the 450B class, and your son, Eric, broke his collarbone. I don't know if you remember. You guys went riding at a track maybe somewhere down there before the event started, and he ended yes, up breaking his collarbone, and I got the spot. <laughs> you got the spot. That's I got the fan. spot. That's so small world, fan. here we come back, and, yep, that's that's – only time I've been at the gate at Loretta. Hey, you got tenth in a moto that year. I got sixteenth overall, which wasn't too bad, but full but circle. yeah, it, it all comes full circle back 16th to sixteenth from an alternate. That's pretty good. So yeah, it, it all comes back to I guess. Unfortunately, thank you to you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so. Thanks for your son hurting himself. Yeah. Thank you. So I I just thought that, that was damn uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh boy! Oh, I can't well, uh, and even more ironically, five, I ended. Five collarbones from yeah. Well, even more ironically, after <laughs> I graduated from college, I went and worked for Liat for two years. <laughs> He's not with them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not with them anymore. But oh no, I mean, it, you know, it is fifty-fifty on those things. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree. After being a sales rep, it was either you're 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 all the way in or all the way out on them, and there's it's I don't yeah kind of not really a uh, a line to walk where you're on both sides. So yeah, yeah pretty, world's got bigger problems. Yep, yep. So you uh right before we started the show, you sent me the stank dog clip from last night. Uh, we were just talking about that. What are your what are your thoughts on that stank dog clip? I I thought it was funny because he kind of came down hard on Mathless, but <laughs> I, I, I really am not that informed about the uh, ongoing dramas, just that one that I got crossed up in. The one, oh, with the... I, uh, I, 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 I love that guy, you know? He, he's, he's a great uh, 
you know, I'm the two stroke with the long hair. Um, you know, he's the reason that we should be in front of F1. Guys like that. And yep. the Bam Bam and all, all the different personalities. Yeah, yeah, the characters of the sport I think are great. I mean yeah. it's Yes. Do you do you feel like our industry blackballs Stanky a little bit just because he's not the the blue collar kind of guy that our sport looks for? Oof. Like like I said, I mean I don't watch it at at the level like I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the sport and blackballing, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean we were just discussing that a little bit too because like. Like Stank Dog, his crowd is kind of like a cult. It's kind of a cult crowd. Like Stank Dog's fans are the guys that are eating mushrooms and going to an EDM <laughs> concert, right? So or hanging out at Coachella. And in a guy like, hey, I want to hang with those guys. <laughs> and those guys and those guys have a damn good time. And they and I think that there's that adds more people to our sport. That's a whole another demographic. But I I feel like guys that fell and those high end up guys. They look at him and are like, oh, we don't want that people in the sport. And then they turn around and contradict themselves and bitch about not growing the sport, which is kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no, the, the, the people at the top don't understand the sport that we're in. Right. They're, they're, they're trying to put lipstick on it and dress it up and make mm-hmm. it something that it's not. If we would be true to, you know, the true nature of what where motocross started, where it came from, and didn't try to, you know, make it something that it's not. Yep. If we were true to the brands and we really went after the cats, the double wides, and, you know, understood it better, I think that uh, you would bring a lot more sponsors in. And I'm going to be very interested to see what happens over the next few years with, uh, you know, I think marijuana is going to be legalized federally. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm yeah. All, I'm so that, that that's yeah. gonna be uh, <laughs> that's gonna be a sport that wants to get in like Red Bull and Monster, but yeah. you know it's gonna be very interesting to see the you know how they're gonna shift the narrative. Well, to don't make it work or not? Well, don't you think they already kind of did that? Because if we go back and look, like what was it two years ago? Like you had um, Dean Wilson or had Blazarian. Dan Blazarian's. Uh, or, C- CBD or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah so they, night. so he had that, and then he had to cover that up. Well, and then you've got like stuff. Chad Reed has the CBD MD. He's got to cover that up. And then boom, we hit 2020, and CBD MD is sponsoring like Supercross now. Like it also sponsors it, a bunch of privateers. Yeah. So. Well, that comes to Feld fucking sponsor money out of. The I was riders, gonna say, so. it, do you, don't you feel like we've kind we're kind of transitioning into that already with like the CBD stuff a little bit. Well, yeah, that's the television. Yeah. You know, they, they, they were just getting their interest aligned correctly. And I believe right now that all the marijuana stocks are suppressed. And all of a sudden, when you start hearing that uh, Indica strain cures COVID-19, <laughs> stop buying marijuana stocks. Because when you start seeing that, that means all the big boys got their money in place and they're going to ride it up. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. when it, I think when that does happen, I think that uh, the marijuana mm-hmm. business is too big that people aren't going to be able to deny them anymore. You're talking about so much money right there, and I just, I think it's going to get over to the point that the teams are going to have to start looking at diff- things differently, and they're not going to be able to deny, like, hey, this is just how it is. And let's be real, we all know on this phone call that a lot of these top dudes all smoke weed at some point. Yep. 
whether they're using it for certain well, reasons or not. Be. I mean, None it, of- it's the only way you can heal from concussions. Mm-hmm. None of those guys use <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, I mean, no. The NFL players are allowed to smoke during the season because they know it heals concussions. Mm-hmm. Look at J-Law. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Hanny. Nico. I, I, and, yeah, I think, yeah, as soon as it goes federal, I think that's – it's going to be very interesting. I, I always said this because they're going to brand it. They're going to start branding weed as like like Anheuser Busch or something, right? Yeah. And then and those companies are going to come in and and that's that's money into the sport. And I'm all for it. Except so. it bothers me being somebody who does smoke weed himself that like there's this narrative around the people that run the med- the cannabis industry. They're like, oh, they're all just a bunch of stoners. They're dumbasses. They've lost a lot no, of bunch of brain cells. Like, dude, all. you don't be a multi billion dollar business and not know how to run run a company. Like, those are very smart people. Yep. And honestly, there's a lot of people at the top in the motocross side of things that could learn a thing or two from those people. Oh yeah. Whether they swallow their pride and do it, who knows? But I hope they do because it'll bring a whole new avenue for our sport to get. Like Mike just said about Formula One, that's what we need to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike, let me ask you this. What do you think is going to be bigger sponsorship-wise in the sport? Is it going to be the marijuana, or is it going to be crypto? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, boy. How do you, uh, how I did do you see f- SmartFi. So SmartFi yeah. is, yeah, is sponsoring I'm, the series. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I really haven't been able to wrap my arms around crypto. Mm-hmm. I was just about to ask that. I, I, I just... Uh, uh, you know, I, I want to invest in it, but do you think it's a fad, I, Mike? Do you think it's a fad? It, it, to me, it, it's got all the makings of a Ponzi scheme, and I know people are gonna go nuts. But <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry, but the everyone that I've seen is the the person. You know, when you're exiting and you want your money out, they can charge pretty much whatever rate they want, and mm. you know, I mean, I'm completely talking from a novice perspective but everybody's telling me i gotta hurry up hurry up and get in and then the guy can charge you whatever he wants when your money's on the way out uh, you know there's a guy dan pena that said that uh, a guy from rod rosenstein's dirty trick squad created crypto and to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Pena is a fucking legend. I love that fucking guy. Oh, that that guy, yeah. Is he? Uh, he so 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 he's not he's not bought off and paid for on the on the bad side of things over here. You don't think then? Uh, you know what? It's so hard right now to tell what is good information and what is bad information. Um. You know, I mean, I love everything about Trump, but I read his first book and he says if I was to run for president, <laughs> I'd run as a Republican because they're easier to trick. Yeah. Yep. I've heard, <laughs> heard that, too. So oh, I love this. You know, so it, it, it's just so it, it's crazy right now. This world. I, I just can't make any sense of it. You and you and me oh, both, yeah. brother. Uh, it makes three of us. That makes sense. So, yeah, everybody at this table. Yeah. But I do know this. I like weed. <laughs> yep. Love oh, it. So I love I'm it. gonna go with weed versus crypto. Is that, that a good answer? Uh, All right. Uh, there's I one like person. I'll right. roll with it. There's two people at this table. As a I don't matter know about... of fact. Travis, I know you don't smoke weed, so 
Hold on, he's got to take a hit right now. Oh. That's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I said before when he when Travis told me they were coming out. I hurt was... my foot last weekend out at Okeechobee, and I've had my foot in a bag of THC all day. It actually works really good. Oh Jesus! What? <laughs> I want to get Okeechobee. It's awesome. Oh God. Dude. Oh man. It's so what uh, uh, you were I'll out tell riding, you, Mike, man, or... That place they just rebuilt it. It's unbelievable. It's worth the trip. Oh man. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So I have a question. How do you come to own Moto Sandbox? Like, how does that whole, how does that whole deal work? Like, how do you, cause I know Villapoto owned it. Grant Lynx. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't, uh, Jason Baker from Dream Tracks. He owns it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, we, uh, we sold it to him. Uh, a few years back, and I guess he's doing some good work to it. It's been going real well for him. So yeah, so uh, yeah, but I mean, how there? You know, like Baggett's place is for sale right now. If you guys are interested, I mean, I, I, I mean, would dude, love if to I buy something yeah, like I'm that, I would too. But uh, <laughs> I, did, I discovered the other day though that I am not too poor I do, to live in Orlando. I am too poor to live in Orlando because I would love to have a winter house in Orlando. And then when I was looking yeah, around on Zillow, the cheapest ship. one I found was about $700,000, which is slightly out of the price range I could afford at this current moment. Uh, so, <laughs> well, yeah. Keep thinking about it. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. I love bikes. Trust me. Just, but just, I'm just... telling you, don't go to Orlando. Get down the, the, the southeast coast. The ocean's way better. There's so much to do down here. But I really hate I hurricanes. What's that? I really hate hurricanes. Like they scare me. <laughs> My balls shrivel up. I get super nervous. I get fuck? nauseated. Is this I like you said you race motocross? I do. I do. And that I like. I will hit well, what a hundred. Do you, do? you don't do the doubles. No, I will hit a hundred. <laughs> he doesn't foot, do the doubles. I will hit a hundred foot tabletop <laughs> oh, before. Yeah, right. Before I want to take on a hurricane. Okay, like hurricanes. Hurricanes. I'm just fucking out on. I could fucking die. Yeah, I'm out on tornadoes too. Fear, but I have a fear of drowning. I lived in Alabama. Like it's terrible. I was in. Uh, I spent some time in the Zephyr Hills area, so that's kind of right by the 83 compound. They have a city, water company there. That. Yeah, they that's give you for that. Mesh, they, home of Scott Mesh. They give you that water that will tear your insides up. Yep. I, I drink some. It tastes like sewer too. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so off the rails a little bit, but didn't fuck. you? Well, Justin, I'm curious. Right, come on, one more question. You don't got me all night here. Yeah, come on. Well, I, I was just curious to, so turning into a, a compound or whatever in Florida, what kind of numbers are we talking from a guy like Roxanne or Savachi paying Jason Baker to train there all winter or ride there? Uh, I, I don't know the numbers, um, and I know that the contracts have come down considerably, uh-huh. but you know, it, it, they used to have a formula where, you know, your, your, uh, generational star, you know, your big name guy, mm-hmm. he would pay extra. And then he kind of got to choose who, who else got to ride there. That's interesting. So, mm-hmm. you know, he'd pay somewhere between a hundred and a hundred and a half. <sighs> And then, you know, so there are, there are certain guys that don't get along. Right. So, yeah. You know, that, that, that's kind of, there's kind of a pecking order is the way it used to go. You know, I, I honestly, you know, it's been a while now. You'd be better off to talk to Eric. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I said, he's definitely on my list too. Um, now, are you yeah. live? Are you living in Florida right now, or do you live in the Northeast? Or yeah. Your, oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm totally out. Pulled out uh, during COVID and uh, live in Florida, and yeah, it's been great riding and golfing. Sweet. Yeah, I was just gonna ask what's what's going on <laughs> in the life of Mike Grondel these days. Uh, just a just Loving a lot it. of hanging out and bro. He sold off his Planet Fitness stuff and he is retired. Right. Yeah. Living that yeah. Are you weed. are you involved in anything anymore? Or you just consider yourself fully retired, Mike? I uh, I mean I'm almost to the fully retired point. I yeah you know, I have a I dabble in real estate, but. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a lot of capital, you really don't need to be smart in real estate. Yep. <laughs> um, it really, it's pretty simple to buy a FedEx building, you know? Yeah. Um, I fucking love it. Wish I could buy but, a FedEx building. <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at a place that's, you know, my my golf instructor's got a show on the golf channel. And <laughs> every day, you know, all the top 50 golfers in the world. You know, you're seeing guys from, you know, all around the world. It's the, you know, it's like seeing Rocks and Tomac, Anderson, every yeah, single That's got to be pretty damn cool. I want my yeah. life. It, yeah. It's very cool. And then, you know, the, all the people that live in here, you know, they all have their stories too. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, hey, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself, Mike. I mean, oh, yeah. you've, you've put in the work in your lifetime and now it's. Uh, hey, I tell you what, guys. You're, I got an idea for you. What you oh got? Boy. Oh, boy. Here oh we boy. go. And then I'm going to leave, but I'll come back and we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Yep. What if you could find four wealthy guys to create a oh, ship? My wife's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> Does she want to get on the show, yeah, too? Boy, I, yeah, shit. <laughs> get four guys create a league like the NFL okay. we All could right. have drafts you could split this country up okay. you could draft riders mm-hmm. you could maybe get a guy 30 plus you know maybe a team of super many guys oh god yeah throw oh, in yeah. a little bit of different sort of stuff it's like some three-man that, uh, team races back in the day. Mike, yeah. do have, NCC-ish. Mike, do you have any guys in mind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot, in the GNCC, we could put guys in the wood with paintball guns for fun. <laughs> well, yeah. we definitely know who Travis would draft. He'd draft his fucking boy, Zach Osborne. Duh. God, that's not even a question. Yeah, I'd go Stu Baylor. That dude's an animal. Mike, you want to be our first wealthy guy, and I'll, <laughs> oh, find, the, I'll find the other three? <laughs> He's like, no. Well, I, I mean, it really, if you think about it, and you could put teams together, that would solve a lot of problems for the manufacturers. Yeah. You know, because the big problem is, is you've got nobody right now that has an opportunity to lay an investment down and make any money back as the way the industry stands. Yep. You know, I, I couldn't go in and spend my money and make things happen there. There's no opportunity to make money. You don't get mm-hmm. to, you, there's as a team owner, other than, you know, getting a, uh, a rock star or a monster or that. And I'll tell you, even the team owners that are there, they don't make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
they're doing it out of love or, you know, you guys, certain guys do get a lift from their business. Like, you know, factory connection used to. Yeah. But you've got, we need a completely restructured industry so that we can stop bankrupting the families, stop, you know, the riders just, they're just, they throw themselves out there as bait every week and, and there's no, you know, you see a guy like Chisholm, and he, he should, he should absolutely have a clear path to stay in this sport and industry. And you know, and yep. there's really not one other than going on podcasts. And yeah, I don't really think he makes any money doing that. No. So, well, you know, tenth place at an outdoor national you know, four fifty class gets you five hundred bucks. Really, it could be changed if if you could get some creative, good business minds together. Did you? Uh, did you? Hey, I gotta go, guys. Okay. Good thank you, thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. Hey, we appreciate you it. Time, thank Mike. you. Oh shit! My wife's coming home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking dude. Guy. I fucking went, went right in the door and uh, all right, boys. See you. Yeah, I love it. Hey so. man, when you're somebody like Mike Grandal, you don't have time for bullshit. Nope. Nope. No. And Travis blew it on the questions. Yeah, that happens. Uh, I don't. I was that a real thing, I, or was he busting your balls? N- well. Honestly, I honestly think with somebody like Mike Grandal, he probably was serious, but he probably really doesn't give a shit. He no. doesn't seem like a guy that really gets too upset about details like that. No. Uh, I mean, clearly his his life sounds pretty fucking good right now. He yeah, so his life sounds pretty legit. He sent me the stink dog audio going off on pulp, and then sent me a text that said any question with a question mark. No, I think he then he sent thing. me then he sent me the actual stink dog video. The only question I had for him was, and, I, and it's not that big of a deal because he's already addressed it before, but I wanted to know, like, since the last time, because it was on Jace's podcast, does he still have a friendship with Ziggy and Jeff Myshak? Yeah. yeah. I know he has a friendship with Ziggy, but I don't think he ever said if he's still friends yeah. with Myshak or I, not. I just like talking. I, like, I tried to get into the business thing. Like, that's interesting. 100, 150 grand to ride there? All I year? think that's the, mo- the moto side apart, because I've heard those numbers before, I was just more interested on going off on, we're not talking about moto anymore, the whole his stance on crypto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know one way or another. I'm like him a novice, but I mean, when you're talking about somebody who's made as much money as Mike, yeah, yeah, like, no, you kind of sit there and listen. When yeah, he I would have yeah. talked that. to him some more about that too, but yeah, whatever. And, and also, what he said about the, uh, and I think he, you know, with Planet Fitness being as big as it is, uh, or what it got to, yeah, he knows people that are in the right places. Like yeah. he knows oh, motherfuckers yeah. that are inside of trading and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Oh, he probably knows some very, very powerful people. Yeah. 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 So that's really interesting to hear. Sure that's seen... really interesting to hear what he said about if it gets the approval to go whatever. And he said the big boys are loading up. Like he knows mm-hmm. the signals. So I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of him floating around the internet. That was like at the white house with Trump not too far after. The yeah. United no, States. he, he has. Yeah. yeah. So like, no, yeah, cool. he, he knows people in very high places. Yeah, he does. So, all right. Um, yeah, no, very, very interesting to talk to when you can, when you can get him. Dude, so, he is, I'd love to get he him is an interesting, he is an interesting dude, but sometimes he like when you're, his when, brain, go, his brain goes a gazillion miles an hour and it's hard to keep up sometimes. But, you, like, you think but about that's though, why somebody's that's, in the position he is. That's why say, you think about all the successful people in the world there. Most of them are like that. Yeah. Like your brain never shuts off. Yeah. That's, Even when you're... That's why he's got nine figures in the ideas. bank, and we're sitting here with our thumbs up our asses in my fucking parents' pole barn doing a <laughs> podcast for pennies. So, whatever. Um, okay. Yeah, I, like I wanted my, to get into asking him about, like, the... You know I like the, talking about the bikes, all the bikes yeah. he's got. Yeah. I'd like to talk to him. Yeah. You know, if we're ever this. down in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, we'll get there at some point. So, okay. Um, let's move on with some more Moto stuff. So, the Futures, which we kind of touched on for a second. So, that was a fucking joke. Do stupid. Do we even want to talk about it and waste our breath on it? Yeah, because I want to point out that it's a that it was fucking stupid. Because well, I got to talk to you guys. Base Flug and Benji, Benji Garib were supposed to be there. Who do they Who do they ride for? Base Flug took uh, one Boat? of the Cowie rides. Yeah, he's, he's the next oh, okay. pro guy. Okay. And Benji, Benji Garib is on like a satellite quote-unquote factory Yamaha team. Okay. He was in the Racer X video at Paula. 29 oh, okay. on a Yamaha. I have no idea. Gear. I didn't see that video. Okay, so. well, he's in that video, 29 on a Yamaha. You're EBR guy, right? Yeah. They call him Juju? Yep, he's from uh, like Puerto Rico or Costa Rica okay. or something. He's fast. They were supposed to be there. I don't know why they were there. I don't know if they would have been in the same... I mean, they would have been better than 30 seconds. Base flug probably would have been close to Ryder D. Garib, not so much. I was going to say, that pretty much went exactly the way I thought it was going to go when I saw the first practice. Saw the entry list? The yeah. only person I well, recognized I other than Ryder D was Blake Ashley. That was the only name I recognized. Did I didn't you see rec- Connor Visger on there? He's from Bellevue. Oh, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, he I mean, shit, <laughs> you've, got, you've got a dude who's on a pro circuit bike who's probably much like LeBlanc, Deegan, Romano. He's doing... The full Supercross prep with the fucking team. Well, he's been riding with, everybody. and he's also got. Yeah, I mean, his lap times would have qualified him like what fourteen. He, he's got. He was, an, he's got an eighteen-year-old man face and a twelve-year-old body because we uh, saw him at Iron Man, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit, that's a little kid." He was on par with with Carson Brown's lap times. Yeah, I mean, Carson was a little bit faster than him, so wherever Carson qualified, that's where. And he's once, also what fifteen? Ah, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Child. I still don't see him. I see him much like Jet Reynolds, which I don't see much I, going on i think rider d is going to be better than jet just in the sense that even though he's had more hype even more hype i mean dude he's sponsored by fucking jimmy johns yeah he's had more hype around him i feel that rider d is not full as much full of himself as jet reynolds is and if you look at rider d's track record through the amateurs he's been able to stay healthy a lot more than jet reynolds has yeah jet i think is going to be an absolute disaster um no, I'll be really curious to see uh, when Ryder D, I think it's probably, I would assume it's going to be one of the Texas rounds, um, when he lines up with a Romano, a Chance Hymas, what his laptop, like how he fares against guys like them in the Supercross Futures. Because that's who his confidence, that's who he's really yeah. racing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is Chance and, and Romano. Yeah. That's who he's racing. Yeah. Is he Romano and LeBlanc. Huh? So so if Ryder D and all these guys come out and beat LeBlanc and Romano, is Bobby Reagan gonna fire him? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You know LeBlanc probably is gonna get fired, but yeah. I feel like you don't have you don't have high hopes in LeBlanc? I do, man, I but he's gotten should, hurt. I could see them canning him and getting towers. They could dude, that's a good that's yeah, a good look. Because Towers is on a Yamaha. Or even if they he wanted to go with like Brad Yamaha, or Brad yeah. West or something. Yeah. Towers is legit, Brad West. He's a Cowie guy. Never heard of him. Um, I was no. happy. I was happy to see that the futures was not a complete fucking shit show of just dudes yard sailing, yard sailing and getting carted off. So that was nice. Well, to yeah, see. when you double everything other than Ryder D. Well, like I said, happened? at least they didn't get fucking carted off. I would rather I mean, see them go slow like that and how, not get carted off. How many laps did they do in the actual race? It was only like five or six minutes. Like Thirty seconds on second place. That's really fucking. Thirty sad. seconds on second place, and there's twenty seconds between second and fourth place. Oh my god! So there was. Was, there was almost That's a minute sad. between the winner and fourth place. Yeah, you so know how many people did he lap? Uh, did he lap eh? I, I think, think so. Probably lap the whole pack. I'm gonna. I'm just In gonna say no, lap race. Anybody that was watching that ra- watching <laughs> I didn't that, watch it. I didn't. I watched like I the, the qualifying because that was the yeah. first thing on like the qualifying show. I'm gonna be real honest with you. Anybody that was tuning into that and had no idea what was going on, they're probably going, "What the fuck? Jesus are we watching? Christ! 
Half of these dudes suck. Well, wait till the end of the year because apparently at Salt Lake City, they're on the night show. Like, we are yeah, going to watch them on the broadcast. But I'm going to assume that one, though, if it's on the broadcast, Ryder D is going to be there. Chance is going to be there. Romano is going to be there. Well, yeah. Like, guys that like are actually actually worth watching. Which, like I said, I act, I think the Futures thing is a shit show, but I actually really am kind of curious I just think who's that got you the needed, pecking order. You needed to set this up more than just, yeah. go, than just go, oh, this is what we're going to do and throw it out there but and to like, the, no one really knew what the to fuck the was core, happening. To the core people to know what's going on with these amateurs... Dude, there's all this hype around Chance and, and Romano, and I know Ryder D, but dude, if like a Ryder D goes out there, and, and I'm not saying he's going to, but say he just waxes Chance and Romano, for the people in the know, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Because they're actually riding a real Supercross track. Yeah. Now, if Chance goes out and wins, or Romano goes out and wins, we're like, oh, business as usual. Like, that was what was to be expected. But like Ryder D, people got to remember, dude, he didn't even get to race his full year in B class. He sat out pretty much the entire year. Yeah. So if he goes out and beats those guys, like the next big thing... I mean, that's that's a big deal to people like in our space, not so much yeah. to the casual fan. I mean, I really like what they're trying to do yes. with it. However, it's they're poorly needed done. Like to the be combine. the execution sucks. Like the combine? Yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to let you know and that like a, a week, week before, the before race. And then guess what? This is But what at we're least doing. with the combine, they're riding a track that like Yes. People are used to riding. It's but a motocross as as track. Ex- but as far as the execution, I'm the, talking as far about, as the execution, it was terrible. Yes, was it was the same terrible. fucking thing. Yes. It was a shit yep. show. We yep. want to try to be professional and do this and that, but yet we botch yeah. like, the guys that we're supposed to transition into the pros. You yeah. can't even do that right. Like There is certain infrastructure that should have been put in place before this was announced, done, whatever. Which, like There th- should have been supercross tracks built at certain training facilities, at certain... like. At certain points in the country See, here, and you know, where and these kids could go, and then they should have worked deals with everyone, like like say Paula State Fair, you know all that stuff of like, hey, these kids are signed up to do this. We need to get them on your Supercross track. Yeah. Just about to because say that. do we know if these kids are allowed on those tracks? Because they don't have a pro card. If technically, you, if you're if you're on a team, even if you're a B rider, you're technically considered an advanced <laughs> yeah, enough. But a lot okay. of the guys in futures aren't on a. Yeah, that's team. the problem. Well, and that's what we your, saw yesterday. To your point, though, this is exactly why, and I hate to keep bringing this up, but it's just the what we compare it to now. Formula One, Formula One invests in like places for these guys to go test when they can. Yeah, Feld. Like, I'm not expecting the AMA or MX Sports. Feld, you have enough money. You're trying to make money off these kids. Dude, shell out a couple hundred Gs to build a fucking Supercross track in Southern California yeah. just specifically for these kids to go run. Not and, even Southern California. And don't make there it like, tracks in Southern California. Or you can do it in Georgia. You can do it You can do it anywhere that it's summer most of the time. And don't charge a thousand fucking dollars for these dudes that don't have the money, that are not on a team, just to go ride your complex. Well, you don't even have to do like Georgia and stuff, okay? This is very simple. You don't even have to charge. You don't even have to shell out that much money, okay? You have what is it, Club Max, south of the border, all of those down there in the south, yeah. southeast, okay? Yep. Even into Florida with like Sandbox and WW, yeah, whatever, or yep. Ratteries or whatever. Yep. You could go to these places, say, hey, we're gonna give you fifty grand. We're gonna have. I don't know how many kids, but we're going to have kids that need to ride Supercross to do this Futures thing. We need to be able to put them on your guys' Supercross tracks. Can you make this happen? Yeah. And all these facilities are going to go, yeah, give me 20 grand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Simple, easy, no problem. Pretty sure Colleen and uh, Big Brian and Little Brian would uh, not say no to that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> then you go to like... Mm-hmm. Then you, you go, go to, to like... Woods next door. Exactly. Yeah, then you go to like Texas. Okay, so you go to Texas. Go to Three Palms. Say, say there's not a track there. So Three Palms. Okay, cool. 
hey, can you guys build this? We're going to give you this amount of money, yeah. and we're going to continue to use you. We will mark you as a facility. We'll use you as a facility to hold the dude, race, the qualifying. right here. Huh? <laughs> I mean, dude, I'll build twenty it. grand. There's actually uh, I one build, down the road. I will. I'll build <laughs> yeah. a full blown arena cross track out there. No problem. Where's this one down the road? It's like what, right around the corner? It's yeah. that way, yeah. about three miles. Yep, on the same road. No, so you do like a left. I always forget about it. Left, like, right, left. Doesn't matter. You're never gonna ride around there, the corner. So. I'm never gonna ride there. No, we're no. not cool enough. No, unless actually, I'm hoping not, we. I'm hoping well, to be next year because they just. We're not gonna go. I don't want to blow them out, but they're just. They told Travis the only way he could ride is if Kev rides there. Now, if you can get like I'm going to talk my way. If you can get there. your boy Walker to come down, or you can get if we can get Kessler. Or whoever. I mean, I I I will talk my way in. There. Don't you I, fucking worry. I could talk to Jamie, but I don't think it'll. Do no, anything. I will talk my way in. There. Okay, well, don't whatever. you worry. I'll Anyways, get, I'll ride there next uh, time. I, no, I know guys that know him too because yeah. uh, I'll they ride go out to M40. Yep. Yeah, I got plugs. I'll, I'll, ri- I'll ride there next year. Denver, Jordan. Yeah, I don't. Jordan. I don't want to go ride M40. I just want to ride there. Okay, back to the thing though. The last I want to ride put around that thing. I want to ride Supercross. You just want the experience. I well, to be honest, like we were watching Supercross yesterday, and I told Ashley, I was like, "Dude, I would love to just ride Supercross." Would, would, and you, would you just commit? Would you commit to a triple? Just preload the fuck out of it. Yeah. Okay. Just to see what it's like to hit Supercross. So here's the thing with Supercross: it's more about timing than it is about speed. Speed scares me. Okay. Yeah, we've been. On I this do before, not right? like going fast on a motorcycle, like really fast. Why you never drag race a road bike? Yeah, so like outdoors. That's I think I'd be good at Supercross. Yeah, so like outdoors, but like timing, like dude, I can go in there and I can double, double, double and then go, okay, cool. This time I'm going to double, 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 three out. Mm. And then this time I'm going to go in and I'm going to double, three, three and boom. And like work my way up to it to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just like three, 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 boom, through it. And like, yeah, whoops, but you can go, you can go through whoops consistently slower and not like blow your brains the fuck out every just, single time. Yeah, just, just like the they're yeah. So whatever, you know. Like like I feel if Supercross was more prevalent, I could fucking ride it really well. I like riding my small track out here because I put the bike in fucking second gear and I fucking go, and I don't have to think about shifting. And am I in fourth gear? Am I in third gear? Do I have to shift halfway down this fucking straightaway or rollers? Do I have to shift going up the face of this? Through there. If you're on a 450, you could just put it in fifth and you'd be fine. See, like I, like, well, I was on my 450 and I was second or see, I see, or, I put, no, I was lugging third out of the corner. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say, I ride, I ride that whole track in second gear, and if I built it up, I would still ride the whole fucking thing in second gear. So, anyways, back to the whole Feld thing. Uh, the question is, is that do you think the top guys at Feld actually even thought about that, or they're just like, eh, hey, fuck it? No, never thought about no. it once. Which no. is, which is once again why we will never be as big as Formula One or MotoGP because the t- high up dudes. I don't expect the A or MX Sports to do it because that's a whole different thing. But the Feld, like, we put all this emphasis on Supercross. It's yeah. the show. It's the one that pays all the money. We're in the stadiums. We're under the lights. We're on the big network on Saturday nights. And this is you, the one that needs to have the thought process put into it to be able fact, to grow it. If they can't, if they really can't even think about something that fucking mm-hmm. simple, us dimwits over here can. Yeah, that's why we'll never be as big as Formula One and MotoGP because those guys actually create facilities. Yeah. for guys to go test at. Which is one and thing. It's I not was, even close to build a Supercross track. It is to build a fucking place to go drive a Formula One yeah, car. Which is what I was gearing up to ask uh, ask Grandall too right before he hung up was was Did you ever try to buy Supercross? <laughs> Like, did you ever try to just be like, hey, I don't think you'll buy it. Ask the Finson Group tried to. I don't like them buying it either. You need somebody core to buy it, is what you need. Kind of off topic. I didn't know this. Did you know that Kristen Beat worked for the Wasserman Group? She used to work for the Wasserman Group. Oh, hey, I was going to bring this up, too. (laughs) 
No oh boy. <laughs> Speaking of that, FYI. Kristen Beat gets brought up. I fucking love her. Dan Hubbard fucked up. <laughs> yeah, your husband <laughs> plays here at the baseball. Bro, she's not married. She's yeah. not married. She doesn't even have a husband. <laughs> fucking plays. It's pretty serious. <laughs> I've checked it out. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, uh, oh what's his nuts? Which Who was one? on the... Uh, the 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 guy from America's Joseph? Got Talent that Joseph? you didn't like yeah did oh, you notice, the Fresh Prince did, did you notice yeah Fresh Prince did you notice how they shit all over your fucking thing yesterday being like bro this guy wrote he fucking yeah they, they put a whole remember, whole like the, thing together yeah, of it, how you know he wrote hmm. it was straight up Sean Hackley on Disney Channel shit whole thing together about him riding just shit all over your fucking chest about how he used to ride didn't they say he went did he go to Loretta's or was like he racing arena cross and shit? Yeah, cool. What shit, arena cross series? What, shit what did he do? All over your what did chest he do? What about did he do? him not knowing Whatever. about the He's sport. He's not a fucking spode. You yeah. sure about that? You sure that they didn't manipulate things? Did you actually see footage of him racing arena cross? Yes, they you did. had footage of him riding. On yeah, there. what? But where? When? When? I don't know. Back about two thousand eight, I can tell you whether that was a lie or not. Honestly, was every arena cross race. Honestly, race. what's it, that dude's name? It reminded me of the nineties. So probably back in the nineties. But it can't be. He's not that. I don't think he's as old as Cole is. Okay, there's great. no fucking way. In the early two thousands, whatever. He's not a total fucking spode who's never been around. He's not Rutledge Wood who's never my, felt his like over a bike. My he's argument, fucking road. My argument. Is so this has nothing to do with him. That wasn't my argument about him not riding. And you're just pissed because homeboys pumped up to be there. That was my argument. He needed to calm the fuck down. Not everybody there he talks to is his bro. Listen, you're not on AGT. You're not dealing with a bunch of really famous people that are in Hollywood. Everybody here is not friends with you, man. Calm it down a little. They all seem pretty friendly. Yeah, until they the cameras pumped. go off, and then they're like, "Dude, get the fuck off!" They him. were pumped to be on TV. Yeah, Look, I'm pretty sure Hunter Lawrence did not want to talk to. They him. shit all over your chest. Cool. Bring me some of his results, and we'll get back to this conversation. Look, if they were to put me on TV, would you want to see my fucking results in C-Class? No, because you wouldn't be acting like, bro, bro, bro. That you depends wouldn't be acting like, like a complete like, tool. If, if they were paying me money and being Unless like, yo. Jet, you'd be on your knees. They were being like, yo, bring the excitement, and They're I'd be like, put fuck Travis yeah. on TV. They're going to put you on you TV. You keep coming to you get to that Jimmy Neutron. They could put me on TV. We're getting footy of you going triple, triple, triple at this fucking track down the road, and you're going on TV. But actually, the thing is, this is not actually Travis. We're going to do a cutaway scene, and we're just going to pull him off the helmet. But then actually, it's like, I don't know, Jace Kessler or something. Why can I not go 333? Three, three? I, I don't think you know how gnarly Supercross really is. You've, so you've if, been, this you've is done, a, if this is a two-scale Supercross track, you will do two so laps you, around that thing and when say, When you've been to the Supercrosses, have you been down on the stadium? Like, did you yeah. walk? The, okay. I, been, I, I was on Oakland's floor. Okay. But did and you I walk the track? Did you, you walk the track? Uh, not all of it. We went. We did whoops. Uh, a couple of turns before and after. So you start did you ever yeah. your stock ass suspension? Did you ever won't stand do on those top transitions? Of, I, I, did I you ever stand agree. on top of the face of one right? of the rhythm sections? Huh? Did you ever stand at the top of the face of one of the rhythm sections? I'm trying to think of what sections because we only got to walk two sections because because of insurance policy. Obviously, you can't have random people walking yeah. up in a section where they're dozing and stuff like that. So we didn't get to walk a whole lot of the track. Because I remember the first time me and Andy Myers when he was getting ready for arena cross when he was 17 after we left Monster and we went to a first arena cross back when the tracks were actually just as gnarly as Supercross. And we were in Des Moines, Iowa, and he had been riding the track down at Monster, which was pretty tamed down but still legit. And we went there and right out of literally like a probably 100-foot start, left-handed 45-degree corner right out into an on-off. And you're looking at it, you're like, oh, that's not the big deal. And then you stepped up to the face. Face is about five feet peaked. And then you're looking at the level, the tabletop that's another two feet higher than that. And you're like, I have, uh, I have 10 feet out of this corner to hit this on-off 
And if I clip it with my rear wheel, I'm literally just going to endo over the backside mm-hmm. and slam into the backside of the landing. Yeah. And it's like, I understand what you're saying, but it's one of those things when you like actually like have time to look at it, you're like, like, don't get me wrong. Jesus Christ. If I make yeah. a mistake, I'm going to die. Being on that track, whoops are fucking deep. Okay. Which I yes. totally expected. And again, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and stew blitz these whoops. Okay. <laughs> that is My not, wide open is and not what I'm saying it. at all. The, I remember the berm before, cause it was a 180 bowl. I remember walking up that and being like, this is bigger than what I have out here because yeah. it was probably six feet tall. Yep. Okay. Six, seven feet. So so it's taller than what I have out here. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's bigger in that sense, but it wasn't so big or so steep that I was like, holy fucking shit. I can't imagine riding this. I was just like, yeah, dude, like I could probably carry more speed through this than obviously that because it's taller, it's steeper, like whatever, but it didn't, it wasn't scary. And then I remember, so that year they went, they went across the start straight and then they jumped a huge wall and that went into sand and then a 90. And I remember standing on the start straight and we weren't allowed to go over to the wall jump but the wall jump, I remember, it was fucking huge. Mm. And me and a couple other people were standing there going like, God damn, that's a big-ass wall. And that, I was like, holy shit. Like, Again, don't get me wrong. It looks huge. Mm. But I'm just standing there. I'm not on a bike, okay? Mm. I remember rolling up to Redbud my first year, looking at LaRocco's Leap. And this is, mind you, before I had ever swung a leg over a dirt bike. I had never been on a track. I'd never been on And going... There is no way I would even ride up that fucking thing. <laughs> and now it's like I go there and I'm like, yeah, dude, that's the easiest fucking jump on that track. Like you just fucking roll in Call in third gear and just like, Brap. that double last night out of the right hand to 90, you come back across the start. That jump looks sick. If you were in a race situation though, like would your first lap, would you hit that on your 450? Yeah. That was a bit. That was what a big double? booter. That double. Like if you were in a race situation, say you were riding that track. One Mosman crash. Yeah. Say you were riding that track and you were literally going out for first lap of practice. Would you just hit it without even thinking about it? First lap. Not you're talking. Even it up? You're talking that you're ta- one. I would because I know it's a huge lip. But like, would your brain be thinking about like, hey, like I know I can hit this no matter what? And I'm not talking about you being by yourself. I'm talking about you having to process that people are around you. You're, would you have just gone out there and hucked it first lap without hold on, even stopping? Yes, it? if I spent a lot of time on a track, yes. Hold but on, that's not but, what I'm saying. Hold on, stop. Yes, I would have. Let okay. me let me let me make sure I'm, I'm thinking of the right jump here. You're talking. You come off that rhythm section. There's the that whoops, ninety. No, the you whoop know whoop section. crash. The double after that. The whoop section, and then that right hander, and then you hit that double. The, the double or not the rhythm Moseman section? Crash. Yeah, when the you rhythm come section. The start. Right hander double, and then yes. you go across come the start. Start. Okay, yeah, that booter double. Yeah. I'm yeah, saying I fir- mean I'm saying first lap out there, not even thinking about it. What do you what do you guys think that is? That's second second gear? Third well, gear? You, once again, you're talking <coughs> about a factory. Yeah, you're talking about a factory two fifty F as well. But it's, I'm just saying, yeah. like I consider myself mm. a fairly decent skilled rider and I walked the track at Daytona and I said, No fucking way. I looked at the transitions in there and I said, There's no po- fucking post-race? way. Post race? With all the ruts and everything, or you're talking fresh? I'm talking post race, but even the transition that nobody touched off. Because the thing day. is, when you go out there and you're looking at it, you're like, you're not even thinking about the rate. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna hit this. But then when you get on the bike and you actually have to start processing that information at speed, you also, we're humans, you start thinking, oh, if I clip this with a rear wheel, or even if I flat land and G out, like 
that's but another the steepness of it was yes. a whole nother especially when you have like a jump that's only 25 feet but the face is like this and you have to think dude if i even hit this just a little bit too quick too fast i'm gonna get so much lift i'm gonna mistime it right away yeah mm-hmm. but see my mind is so fucking slow and this is such a waste of us talking nobody gives a shit about this but my mind is no, so we're building it up <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna the training of travis triple tri- the the travis triple triple training session but the problem too though is my, I know my what you're mind about to is say. so slow is like and and i'm so such an old man at this point of like if i go out there and feel like i can't do it the first lap i'm not gonna do it the first lap and wad my shit up i'm gonna roll through there i'm gonna roll through and then like just give it a little brap off one and just like see if I bounce. And if I bounce, like I'm very good because I've been out here so much in a tighter confined space of like, I know this is nothing like, but I know when I land, like, okay, just grab on everything and slow down and it will stop it because there's nothing like, but the problem is super cross. So, so yes, this is nothing like a super cross because I don't have it built in the scale like that. However, the, the, the length of space and what is happening is very it's similar because I know that like a normal arena cross track is somewhere in the 180 to like 220 length and then it's however many feet wide. And this is in that realm. It's it's literally like I think that's like 200 by what is it? 445, 50, something like that width wise. OK, which is very similar to arena cross status. It's nar- It's a little narrower. And it's even more narrow because I'm the only one riding it, and I have that lane in there. But what I'm between. saying is, yeah, the dimensions might be the same, but those jumps and berms aren't the even problem. On a well, super yeah. cross track, though, is though if you commit right away at the first part of the rhythm section, you're already carrying so much momentum you that it's not one of those things that you can't part. you can't roll off because once you hit the backside and you go in that transition and that chassis unloads, if you roll off just a little bit, there's so much compression on the suspension when it unloads. If you don't keep that energy going, you're you, going. That's where yeah, like you don't to hit the second you, one. Yeah, you almost like. Have to commit it that if you don't commit to the first part of it, then yeah, you can just kind of oh, I'm gonna double Yo, through. But once you commit I, to it, I remember going to Indy Supercross with your dad, yeah. you and your dad, and be and sitting down by the like in the front row during practice, yeah. and me being like, man, you know, like I just I look at some of this stuff and I'm like, maybe like a lot of it, and your dad being like, no, no, this section right here, super easy. You just double, 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 <laughs> double through it, you'll be fine. <laughs> and me being like, Marty, but man, I don't. And he's like, no, no, dude, it's so easy because like you just hold her at the same spot, and you just like wrap, 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 wrap. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, because yeah, if you're just doubling through it, he's not wrong. But the thing is, we're talking about if you're committing to doing like a like three, triple, three, three, triple. well, yeah. And then you, and then do you, you know re- how many times I'm gonna double through that section though before I'm like, I mean, like eh, every let's, let's wind up a three. <laughs> You know, I would probably double through it all day and say, no, I'm never winding up. I'm going to do that a thousand fucking times before I go, I'm going to three out. And then I'm going to do it another thousand times three and out before I go, you know what? Let's three and then three because I think I can do this. So I'm going to be so fucking comfortable doing just these jumps of like three and through that like it's going to be ridiculous. I am not going to be the kid where the announcer is on the loudspeaker at the arena cross at fucking Grand Rapids at Van Andel telling the C-class dude as he's going through the whoops just wide open about fucking whiskey throttling every single whoop. Hey, man, everybody makes the main calmer down. I remember the first time. We went <laughs> no down, way. I remember when we went down to Monster when Grant Malone was riding for us and we were doing arena cross and we were going down there riding the supercross track. You know, you've seen like it's it's just like the arena cross track. It's tamed down, but it still has some crazy rhythms. 
And uh, we definitely did not have suspension set up for Supercross. Like, the Arena Cross stuff, it was okay, but Supercross, not even close. Oh, and I remember the first time he tried to square up on one of the rhythm sections, and the fast line was like three over the table, three, two into the corner, something like that. And I remember he went in, and we were on a motor with just a, a high comp piston and a cam. So he had to seat bounce the shit out of it. And I remember him coming in, and he seat bounced it so hard, but when he did, right at the top of the lip, he shifted his weight forward and rolled it off. Threw him like that. And it just went like this. And I just, yep. all of a sudden, I'm standing on the other side. Like, burr, 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 burr. I'm like, oh, shit. Caught the tail end of it. And I just see a 250F going. Yanking, yeah. And I yeah. was like, Grant, you're not riding Supercross anymore. You're going to ride the outdoor track. <laughs> like I said. And that's a dude who knows how to ride a dirt bike. I, I'm not. Uh, open A, fourth place. Yeah, I am, I am not saying that I could no, do. No, I'm not saying you can't without like, time. Like, I'm not trying to build this up as yeah. like, oh, I'm so fucking fuck. Like, I could go just fucking jump off some like cross track and go. Yeah, like, no I way. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Don't out on that. I'm start with that talk. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, I mean, like, dude, it has crossed my mind to actually build this arena cross status out here yeah. somewhere not a whoop section we don't need a whoop section okay i'm Plus, never gonna fucking hit whoops in my life that's also it's very hard to maintain a real yeah set of so let's just put it that way but could i build the rhythms could i build a fucking booter finish line joe yeah yeah i mean yeah. it's pretty simple you build a what did they what did they call it a two two to two to one a three five three well, no, I'm just saying, so like like the booter finish is like a two to one scale. So for example, if it comes 14 feet or if it goes seven feet out, it needs to be 14 feet long. Yeah. Three, five, three. Cause I know how those phones do you two. I'm listening to you. Is everything good? I'm listening to you. Are, dude. are those texts important? Is your mom okay? This is not my mom. My mom got married yesterday though. No shit. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm yeah. glad we got invited to this wedding. I see where it we was literally up. at my fucking house, bro. And? Calm down. So why couldn't we be invited? Because I was the witness for her and her and Rich, her husband, what, his mom was his witness. Do you, his like, kids, do you like the guy? Or well, no? I've known him for 10 plus years. Oh, okay. Really All good? right. So this is like so, not a new thing. Where was the reception? Yeah. We're going to do it in the summertime. I love to fucking party. <laughs> Fuck. I'm fucking wild, bro. Anyway. Um, <coughs> no, I have thought about building up the rhythm, though, because I do know like so... I actually went out and measured this summer. So mm -hmm. the first jump going in is a three. Yep. Okay. And then I'm like, okay, the table's not a five. That's where, it ru where we run into problems. The table after the on needs to be a five. And then we need to have a three off. And then it probably needs to be a five, three, three going into the corner type deal. Do you, were you renting out a skidster when you built that? No, I have two. Why would I rent one? Well, no, I'm talking about when you first built it. Did you have one at the time? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you had one at the time. We've had not. a skid steer since I was fucking two year, like two years old, man. Okay. I was so just, I just didn't know if when you first built it, if you had the a skid one steer. I have is kind of old and it's not the fastest moving thing, so it takes yeah. a while, but it gets the job done. Well, it's better than nothing. Yeah, I mean it's better than either paying to rent one or buying one at this point, but whatever. All right, so uh, let's talk before we wrap this up. Let's talk a little bit uh, what we think is going to happen going into San Diego this week. <laughs> I think as far as I think the up. I think the weather is supposed to be good because I know that was a uh, concern for Oakland. Okay, obviously it ended up being fine. I think I looked at it last night and I think it's supposed to be like a normal California week, sixty-five sunny. So I don't think we're going to get any rain. All right. Um, what do we think for each class? I got Craig winning again. Do you think it's do you? Th I think the question at this point, if he keeps winning, is is he going to be able to deal with any adversity? Can he win without a... Yeah. Yeah. Does he deal with any adversity? Does right, he pull so, a Craig? So, <laughs> this is who he this is. This is who he is. Uh, adversity so, ruins him. I guess my question is then, we all kind of think if he does what he's been doing, he's going to win. Who do we think wins if he doesn't get a start? Hunter Lawrence. Hunter Lawrence. 
You at think? this point, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Joe needs to get through a race and just get on the box. Hunter Lawrence is strong at the end. Yeah. Do we think Vince Freeze gets another top ten? <laughs> yes. He did. He looked good, but he yeah. didn't look as impressive. He didn't look week. as nah, good this time. He looked, he looked he a little tired sixth, this week. Seventh? Yeah, seventh. Seventh. Because yeah. I think Joe got him. When's the triple crown? <laughs> now, I don't want to talk too Jesus, much shit because I don't need Genova coming over here calling me a numb nuts. Um, Mike Genova would be another. I'd love to get Genova and Mike Grondahl in the same fucking room. So, oh, my God. So, Jesus. Have you heard about. Did I tell you about the Genova? Yeah, and, with Weege and all yeah, that. With Weege and. Yeah, yeah. yeah JT I would and love that. to get Genova and Grondahl in the same room. And I only know. I always say this because Grondahl, we know with his attitude, but Genova is also kind of like that because you don't probably remember this, but do you remember back when Moto Concepts was on Yamaha's? Yeah, okay. uh, when Chiz rode for him. Do you remember when Paula was the very first time we ever went there? The yep. very, okay. Yep. Did you ever remember seeing on TV where Genova paid to have a full-size fucking hot tub on the mm. side of the track? Uh-uh. Yeah, he had a full size fucking hot tub. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Was that like was that when Porcel they had a bike ready for him and I he never it, showed up? Yeah, I think it was Porcel, Chiz, Tommy Hahn. and Tommy Hahn, and then obviously also Freeze. When Freeze was number forty five. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So. I have a feeling the Genova, when you get a few drinks in him, is probably the same way when you get Grandal to smoke some weed. Jesus I'd love it. Two smart businessmen, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, four fifties. So who you got? Four fifties. That I'm gonna. I I gotta go to you guys first because I I really have to think about that. I don't fucking know. I want to see the track, man. Depends on whoops for me. Honestly, I don't have a fucking clue. Do we think Ando can keep it going or no? <laughs> I think he's on the podium again. I think somebody else wins though. I'm be real honest. Somebody with you. else wins. Anderson's on the podium. Now, is that Tomac? Is that Webb? Is that Sexton? I don't fucking know. Here's a better question. Can I just not call a winner? Here's a better question. How many more races do we go before AC gets in the top 10? Halfway. I'm not picking him in fantasy until no, around seven. Because yeah. everything they there in the first half. Everything they've been saying is like about four weeks in, his shoulders should be really improving and he should be getting better. So we're going on week three now. I'd say week 10 before he really starts getting in there because now after his shoulder heals, it's fitness. And I'm going to say halfway point before he even like makes it through an entire main without having problems. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying that's what I'm hearing is for. He's going to put that bike up front. So who did you say? Who do you think? I don't fucking know. Do you have any just nope. top? I'm way nothing? I'm way off on this at this current time. There is no nothing. There is nothing that tells me Ando. that Tomac could not win. That Webb Tomac, could not win. Tomac that Sexton the same, could not win. Start. That Kenny could not win. That Ando could not pull another one. That Barsha could bold not win. Bold prediction: Marv wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't say Man, no to I that sh- either. I want to bring some good juju Marv's way. We called Ando Ando one, and I, I fucking love. I love uh, the fact that we're sitting here, and I and I'm saying I don't fucking have a clue. I just really want to see Marv get a win before he retires because the year. 250 class is kind of boring right now. I'm sending good juju Marv's way. Cool, I, I like, like it. Marv. If he wins, I'm fucking playing the lottery. Here's a question: Does Brees make the fucking main? No, no because you know what's going to happen now. He's <laughs> no, get because into you Joan got Brayton Cross. back, you got Oldenburg back, you got Noren back, or whoever Mitchell. fucking whoever fails the test. Freddie Noren's back. I was going to say who's going to fail test this week. Speaking of bitch Oldenburg, hey, who I fails hope. a COVID test this week? Stank dog. So here's no his his face is in too much ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I tweeted this out. I said, do you think Stank's 125 making the main party tops J Law's championship party? Ooh, fuck no. No. Stank, Stank's a character, but I don't think anybody can. No, J-Law's, J-Law's championship who, party is Who fails wild. the COVID protocol? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
Alex Ray. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. How many rounds do you think we go before a factory 450 guy fails? Well, one? we won't know about it until we talk to the right people. Because <laughs> let's be real. If, like, AC fails the pro- COVID, he's going to race. Here's my question. Kind of like with Frenchie here, at the end here, of Outdoors. I mean, we're probably getting kicked off YouTube for this because we've been saying COVID so much. But So here's my Omicron. question. Here's my question. Oh my how do God. we go? How do we go for two fucking years, and no one has failed? Had to go through COVID protocol, and now this year we've already had however many dudes. Well, this is going to go back to a conversation that we had with uh, talking about a certain person's girlfriend. Do you think that like she caused a stink, and now they're like being more? So I'm super confused by that maybe. situation. You're, we're talking for anybody who doesn't know. We're talking about Kenny. And I'm trying. Did yeah, you I'm listen to, to Kenny on the Pulp Show? He no. said, "I'm not vaccinated." He's not vaccinated. He's not getting vaccinated. He's heard way too. So that fucking. He's like, my completely. immune system is so fucked up that I don't. Not but, only that, he made mention of like, oh, well, on top of that, I've heard way too many weird things, wow. and I need my body, and Hold I'm a on. fucking athlete. But, but his whole point is, why doesn't everybody just not walk the same line? He's like, I'm not vaccinated? Then fine. I'm not fucking vaccinated. Okay. I'll take the, the test question, every week. Question. I don't know. I'm and so confused by that situation. We can't get on this for too much longer. The only thing I'll say to that is, and you made a point of this when we talked about this off camera or off the phone, do you think that HRC made a stink about everything and basically told Kenny, you have to figure out a way to calm this the fuck down oh, no. because of the Courtney Instagram post nah, completely the way, getting the taken way he's off. the way he sounded in that interview last week. He didn't give a fuck what she does. He was just like, Oh boy, here we go. So why the fuck was she making a stink about it? Then? I don't know because she basically said, Oh, no, no. Ken's, he, Ken's, he's on the same, Ken's, he's on the same page he, yeah. with her. But he doesn't give a fuck that she. But made. she basically <laughs> said though she's gonna. They they know that people are lying about their vaccine. That was status. that was his point. He said, "Why lie about it?" Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a well. Then how about you tell you, How about you tell your wife to not like threaten to call out dudes when it's none of your business? Like that's yeah. what pissed me off. Like I think Courtney is definitely a, a cool ass chick and knows her stuff. I mean, obviously with her brother being Blake. But, dude, you can't be calling, like, threatening to call people out. It's none of your fucking business. It's a weird-ass situation. I just don't like it, man. Like, I, we, I don't, we I joke don't, around I, on here, but I'm I, gonna, I, I don't like it. I totally thought the way the situation was going that he was vaccinated and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then when he's on Pulp last week talking about, no way, I've heard way too many weird things. His probably, Athletes his are keeling over. His body can't I need my that. body. Like, whatever. I'm like... I'm so confused now. I don't even. I, I'm I just. Out. I just. Well, don't I like. guess we know that AC and Tomac aren't either. <laughs> They're all flying on the plane yeah, together. What the yeah, fuck? That's, really? That's true too. Yeah. For anyone uh, who doesn't know, Kenny, Eli, and AC all took a private jet together to the race. Wonder how many times that'll happen. <laughs> all year. You think so? Yeah. Really? Three, three multimillionaires are uh, flying or splitting a ten thousand dollar flight. Cool. I think it happens all year. You think I know where you're going with that, and I like I think AC and Kenny, but I feel like Eli doesn't have the issue. There's too many things to say the way he lives his life that he's not one of those people that has a shit ton of money that doesn't blow his. That money. Is I a, don't think he blows his. That money. is that a whole another. That's yeah. a whole other topic for a whole right, other so day. I got Marv, and I hope Craig crashes in the first turn so Hunter Lawrence can get a win. Or yeah, Marv and H Law. So right. you just got Craig. That's the only thing you got. I got Craig, and I fuck. I'm out in 450. Question mark now. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Want to thank our sponsors. Um, couple sponsor deals to hook you guys up with. Uh, first off, the Dirt Bike Depot. You can go to the Dirt Dash Bike Depot com. You can get 10 percent off with cold with uh with with cold cold, cold call. That's with right. Code T Mass 10. Again, that's T M A S 10. 
Um, also, Adept Creative Co., adeptmx.com. Uh, you can get 30%, 30% off with code AFTERMATH21. Uh, again, want to thank all our sponsors. So Energy Fuel, pick that up at CoachRobStore.com. Premier Custom Trailers, look them up at PremierCustomTrailers.com. TLLCoatings.com for all your custom powder coating needs. Alias Sport, AliasSport.com. The Dirt Bike Depot, we just went over that. JT Cycle at JTCycle.com. Uh, Adept Creative Co., we just went over that. Gutter Works, Gutters, make sure to check them out if you are in the Southwest Michigan area for doing seamless gutters. Um, gutterworksgutters.com Isaac Nelson Designs for all your logo needs at IsaacNelsonDesigns.com and Clutch Media at ClutchRacing.net Thank you everyone for helping us out Thank you, thank you, thank you Again, make sure to like, subscribe, comment Thank you to Kevin and Mr. Mike Grondahl for coming on the show tonight Thank you boys for being here Uh, Thanks everyone for listening Sorry we kind of got off on tangent here after the Grondahl interview Let's be honest you guys come to our show because we don't give a fuck. Yeah, pretty much. So um, make sure to, uh, again, like, subscribe, comment. Check out the fantasy show that we do and put up on Fridays for Fantasy Supercross. Cole's going to gloat this week. Yeah, make sure to check me uh, out. I might be out, though, because I'll be oh, you're gonna uh, oh, in Vegas. Yeah. It'll be, I think, Thursday night. We have an industry party. So ah. Okay. Well, whatever. Well, um, tell so maybe I'll get some. Maybe I'll just bring some sponsors on board while I'm out there. What score did you Okay. If you're going to be on, tell her what score did you get. I got, I don't know. I want out of you too. That's all I know. Two eighty one. I think. Okay, cool. Two fifty. Okay. Wait. You want to know what I? I had. I went. I went conservative. Okay. Dean Wilson, mm. Shane McElrath, mm. Ferrandez, mm. Mookie. Mm. Two fifty class. I went. Cole Thompson. Mm. Chris Blows. Mm. Um, who's my other guy? Nate Thrasher. Mm. And Shimoda. Okay. Cool. All in the thirties. That's the way you do it. Anyway, all right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week to wrap see up ya. San Diego. Doses. Ah!